everybody. I'm Jerry. Welcome to You Had Me at Bigfoot. I'm. <laughs> it's not a real show. This is turning into Furry Central in 10 minutes. Are we, uh, so you want me to go ahead and put the costume on then? Yeah. Okay. I told you that I told you it was going to be doxing. I meant to say docking. Oh, <laughs> gross! That is, there's some like, uh, there. You know, I I hate that I, I hate to have that I have to admit this. And by the way, everybody oh, in the no. chat, if you can, if you can, uh, if you can hear us, I picked a terrible time to break away from what I was saying to like ask the chat to make sure that our sound levels are okay. Unlike last week, where oh yeah, are we fine. I was super loud. And Jerry was super mini tiny. You could barely hear him or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I regret uh, that I know a lot of these gay community terms. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, how do you know them, right? Like, how does when somebody's like, oh, <laughs> right. uh, docking, right? And you're like, oh, yep. gross. And then people are like, well, how did you even know what docking is? How did you know what? How? Uh, how Dude, here's what's worse. Have you ever said one of those things before in front of someone and you thought they were aware? And, and then not only did you expose it. yourself oh. as being more aware than they thought you would be, but then also you had to explain it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, like, I've thankfully never had to deal with that. And if I did, I have forgotten and or I've repressed that memory because yeah. it was so embarrassing. And, Drinks on us, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then if if it happened, I'm real quick to get myself out of trouble, uh, especially mm -hmm. if it's mm -hmm. a situation like that. Um, I can, I'll, I'll real quick, I'll just be like, you know what? Never mind. It'd just take too long to explain. Even though I could be like, <laughs> it's like when you, you take totally two penises yeah. and you put them together and you just jerk them off mm -hmm. together. You know, I, it'd be that quick to explain it. But right. I would say, oh man, it'd be like docking, ha ha ha, and they'd say, what's that? And I'd say, you know what? <laughs> Uh, it's nothing. I, I, yeah. I may have misspoke. Actually, what I meant. It's to that say old was, wrestling. Uh, who was it? Jim, Jim Cornette or Lawler? Uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Well, no, the phrase. No, I don't think it's Lawler. The phrase was, "You're exposing the goddamn business," and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear that a lot because other shows I watch to talk, you know, use wrestling and in their commentary. And I just thought to myself, yeah, in the back of your head while someone's asking you oh what is that docking thing what are you talking about <laughs> you don't want to expose what kind of perverted shit you've been exposed to your whole life so it just comes out as ah come on it's a maritime term don't even worry yeah, about it don't even you know it's not whatever not about. maybe not even that and then in the back of your head <laughs> they're like shut your fucking mouth you're about to expose the goddamn business <laughs> Cody, no! It reminds me of uh, Frisky Dingo when he's like, uh, he blames everything on Cody. He's like, that's for Cody. And then mm -hmm. Cody wakes up. He's like, I'm still here. I'm fine. He's like, Cody, they're coming for you. <laughs> so what, um, right. I have I have something that I do want to talk about uh, that happened oh, a oops. few weeks okay. ago. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with you playing hooky or whatever for as long as you did, uh, <laughs> right. I have... I have. Oh, he says Jim Jim uh, Cornette. Is that the guy? Cornette. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's Jim um, Cornette. That's Monster Radio. Who, by the way, said what? No gangster Mario tonight. Who he's referring to V, of course. Uh, oh. Here's yeah, the thing. Um, right. And this is going to be a band aid. I think we're going to have to 
replace every week, at least for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. For the people who, you know, perhaps missed us last week or who will miss us this week too, and then, you know, three, four, five, six weeks down the road. Oh, still you know, be I have to ask, by the way, because I always check the live show. Do you do podcasts as well so, like, people could be listening and not necessarily Indeed. know either? Indeed. Okay. Uh, we do. Yeah. What happens is we do. do you, I like how you said, do you do podcasts as well? Oh, yeah, do is, we? Now it's we. Um, <laughs> I. That's it's on anchor. Isn't that weird? Do we do something? I should know, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> we're just learning. You, you know, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a gradual process of bringing you yeah. on uh, and, and making sure you're up to up to speed on all the goings on with the OBS and everything. But with Anchor, what I do is I take, so tomorrow I will, and for this is some behind the scenes stuff for you Patreons, right? All the Patreons who, who invest, you know, whatever. I don't, we don't have a Patreon, but if you if you are Billions. a patron, if you are a patron of you had me at Bigfoot, I don't know who you're paying because we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> uh, but here's a behind the scenes thing. Tomorrow I will go on to YouTube and I will download the episode in its entirety, and then I'll rip the audio uh, and I'll take the audio. I'll fix it on audition adobe audition and then i'll upload it to anchor and anchor sends it out to all the different uh podcasting links but also during that time while i'm going through that i'm usually working on the the title the description the tags mm -hmm. all that bull crap cropping down the videos so that anyone who watches it tomorrow on doesn't have to deal with the 15 minutes intro of um you know our funny clips oh from yeah episodes past uh, so mm -hmm. that's how that process works. If you ever were like, well, when, you know, for those of you who don't watch for two, three, four days, you know, you now you know there's a day or two where, you know, it just looks like a big He's saving podcast. you time, which is saving you money. Yeah, and we by, pass by those really... savings on to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. God damn it, you're exposing the goddamn business. You know, I heard Jim Cornette says that a lot. Oh, um, is that right? Yeah, I, I think that's I, the name. I, I honestly, it was just me. I had just thought of it. No, Jim Cornette. Uh, as a matter of fact, I recently just heard this uh, about a Jim <laughs> Cornette who does he does this joke, and then you know sometimes people often think of Frisky Dingo as a Cody. Um, that's called a callback, like an immediate callback. It's <laughs> immediate. Not even a good, it's not a good callback either because it's no. still too fresh in people's memories. But no, uh, V. Uh, or as I almost called him just now, Mr. V, because that's how I refer to him to my kids. Uh, but V mm -hmm. is no longer on the program. He went, uh, he's off doing bigger and better things, and we're very happy for him, and we look forward to seeing what he comes yeah. up with in the near future. He's bettering himself as a human being, uh, mm -hmm. which in my I believe, mind... Didn't you tell me he was uh, starting that business with his brother? Uh, it was a plumbing business, I think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gangster Luigi... <laughs> And they're going out and they're fixing. Uh, you know, he's he's doing plumbing in only. He's doing plumbing only where rap videos have been shot. Yeah. I think it's only what, well in rap videos in the background. He's going <laughs> oh, to be a background plumber. So like when they're doing that's their amazing. filming or whatever, you're going to see Is him cranking thing? on a hydrant or whatever. And Dude, then you're that's see amazing. In a shower in the back, you know how it's got all the bitches with the showers <laughs> on them or whatever, and they're wearing their bikinis. But you're going to see filling me the pool. And he's the, the guy, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the pool guy, too. All aquatic-related uh, mm -hmm. me mechanisms he's going to be working on in the back. 
in the background of music videos. So be on the lookout for V and his brother who have started this new business uh, mm -hmm. of background plumbing <laughs> on <laughs> Fiverr. As a matter of fact, he's he's on Fiverr. You can find him there, and nice. uh, for five dollars, he will appear in your um, in your in your rap video. In your rap video, yeah. yeah. I will Would... tell you, it's it's kind of interesting. Had I known that those were the kinds of opportunities that you could get out of being on this show, I would have I would have forced my way into the show a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's all you had to do, because now Gosh, looking, start thinking about the future, Jerry. <laughs> start thinking about okay. where you're going to end up in, in three years. Because V was with the show for 80 episodes, 80 episodes longer, yeah, 79 geez. episodes longer than I thought he would. Uh, or what I what I needed him for, but then he stuck around, which was huge because then I, you know, he, I had yeah, told yeah. him at the beginning, like, hey man, I just if you could come on and just keep until I can find someone else. But then he just never left, and so it became a thing. He so now, the man. now you have to do that. I only needed you for one episode, but here you are again this week, and you know we're mm -hmm. talking about something completely new. But you know, I, I maintain that it was because you did. Um, you did so well on that game show last week, uh, whether or not it was Yemen's Well of Barhound and or a uh, neovaginal opening <laughs> surgery or whatever. Um, wait, uh, there was a rehab. Was it? There was an R in the beginning. Why can I not? Wait, wait, wait. I wrote it down. Reconstructed. That's it. Hold on. I want to make sure because I had to. <laughs> it was great. To, I want to make sure that you guys know that I prepare for these things and I have the notes. Damn it. Yeah, it was reconstructed vaginal eruption. Oh, wait, no. Artificial neo-vaginal reconstruction. There it is. There it is. Okay. I knew it was going to be something. Uh, Mike Mike in Manitoba says, wait till Jerry gets his Pink Sock Award, which I don't know if you know what the Pink Sock is. Do you? I don't. No. Okay, good. Um, I, honestly, I've had a – it's been a – for all of you guys who are in the Discord, it has been a, my great pleasure – to get initiated into the the culture of your of your your uh, group of your community, however you guys we call describe it, a gang. It. Gang, your gang, yeah. gang. All right, well, a militia. I'll tell you, dude. I went from okay. I mostly spent my time in the general ass hattery, right? And then I swung. I said, you know what? I'm not spending enough time elsewhere. So then I went over to the Wendingo side. Oh, that's a mistake. And I went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. I spent 30 minutes that I should have been prepping for tonight's uh, game show looking at the, at the Wendingo, Wendingo side of the Discord. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I'm going to – you've you've mispronounced both things. You said ass hattery. It's grab assery. First of all, oh god. Second of all, all right. it's not Wendingo; it's the Wendigo nude. So we've got a long way to go, Jerry, until we get you, <sighs> until we get you up I to snuff. I think it's a, I think it's a regional thing. Oh, maybe actually that, that could be it. Ass hattery <laughs> and grab assery are, it's like bubbler versus water fountain, right? Dude, or you soda guys call Coke. That's it. You guys call soda pop. I think we don't. We just, you know, we just don't refer to soda. As a matter of fact, out here <laughs> we don't. We're, you don't understand right? the thing about Kentucky is we just are not like as far along as you guys are. You with your fancy. You haven't gotten soda, soda yet. <laughs> no, no we're still living in the yet. dark ages of water. Somebody recently introduced sugar, and we've been mixing it in a little bit with the water, but that's a treat. Wow, okay? nice. Um, 
It's so amazing. Here's the thing I want to talk about, and uh, I, I I wrote some of the notes down because it was. Uh, I have to tell a story about my background here. Okay. Okay. When I was in recruiting, and this individual, I don't think he watches the show. I can't imagine he does. I haven't talked to him in years. Uh, he and I got out of the army around the same time, and he had never deployed. Right, so there were there were it was me and this guy who we'll just call him Kenny uh, because okay. that was his name. He uh, <laughs> he was okay. in he was in the station with us, and he ended up getting out of the army at the same time we did. Uh, he had never deployed. He had been in for ten more than ten years, and uh, myself and a friend of mine, who I, I I won't say his name either because he's um, he's a police officer, and I don't want him to like be associated with the show oh. or get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But he and I both medically retired, whereas this other guy Kenny, he just got out after ten years, and then he ended up going through the VA and getting a hundred percent disability, having never deployed. Having never done anything, all of his stuff was because he was a little overweight. So, like, he had the, um, uh, what's that called, where you're fat and you can't sleep right? Uh, apnea. Sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And, um, which I have, so I, I can fat shame because I also have it. Uh, <laughs> because I'm also fat. Uh, and he also had the arches something with his arches and then some other bullshit oh, that yeah. Yeah. really had nothing to do with service but he was mm-hmm. able to convince him he was a very smooth operator right he was very like he could convince <laughs> people things or whatever that were untrue and so he ended up getting out and mm-hmm. he got 100% disability now this dude while he was there in recruiting he started doing what was this program called the honor run it's this marathon that was done in the town where uh, we were recruiting out of and so the honor run you would sign up and you would do a half marathon a marathon or a 5k and whatever money you put into it any of all Mm -hmm. of the profits went to sending old world war ii vets to to washington dc or to normandy or whatever um, and they could go and on this honor flight, which is a very cool thing. Uh, he really yeah. had nothing to do with the inception of it, but he got involved and became like the spokesperson for it. And uh, just recently, it turns out he's still doing it. And this is years ago it started, uh, but he's mm-hmm. still doing it. And he is incredibly obese at this point. Like I feel <laughs> like I am okay with ripping on him because he's way fatter than I am and he didn't waste any okay. time either like when he right. got out so when me and this cop buddy of mine when we got out we both got fat right a little fat mm-hmm. he slimmed down quite a bit when he was in the academy and you know with all of his cop stuff that he does you know he stays oh, sure. pretty fit I have main I have been able to not exceed a certain point to where I'm disgusted with myself <laughs> uh but and I'm now yep. finally starting to slim down because I recently hit that point where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be fat. I don't want to die of COVID. Uh, be like mm-hmm. the point zero 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 seven percent that dies of oh, COVID yeah. because I'm over, like extremely <laughs> overweight. Um, I didn't want that. There's like some shame dying of COVID because you're like, oh, yeah, I, so I think it's really like fat, I right? think there's a limit where you go. If you have any self-respect left, you go, I don't want to die of COVID with bitch tits. Right. right. <laughs> like that's. Is that's that the only it, you know. way that you can die of COVID, though, is with. <laughs> that's right, dude. Um, I, I I hate to interrupt. I'll make it quick, but I no, when ahead. I was 
Uh, no, I was a terrible fucking person sometimes when, you know, because I got the old mental problems. And I was asked to be a pallbearer at my grandmother's wake or whatever, you know, funeral and all that. And uh, she had, like, gotten emphysema and was on a, a oxygen for, like, years before she passed. So she got really big, too, you know? And I, I fucking hate myself for saying this. <laughs> But, you know, we went to lift her up and bring her into the car and whatnot. And I was like, you know, the least she could have done <laughs> was pass a little bit earlier to save me a little bit on my shoulder today. Um, <laughs> Maybe not you know, eating that last meal. Yeah. And my uncle was just looking at me like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know, just, and I regret it now, but I feel like since we're talking about how you like it's one thing to be the people who are talking about the covid sham the jabs the whole thing right but then also die of it with the bitch tits like you just can't be that guy right i've never seen somebody die of covid who didn't have bitch tits and this is one thing that i like to um this one thing i like to point out is anytime you see an article where it says so and so died of covid or whatever um, which is a shame. You know, you never want to see anyone die, period. Sure. Uh, unless they're like a pedophile. Uh, in which case, <laughs> you welcome it. And you're like, oh, cool. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, yeah. you know, with, with these COVID deaths or whatever, um, it's always like you'll see the article. It'll say, you know, John Smith died. Uh, an otherwise perfectly healthy individual died of COVID today. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. And you look at the picture and you're like, Okay, I'm not a doctor. However, I can tell you that this person is not an otherwise healthy person. Like, this there's is like just Ameri- no way. America healthy or yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, America. And that's the thing too, right? I, I hopped on the scale the other day. This is before I started working out uh, somewhat recently. And I was, okay. I was telling Superfan about this earlier. I said, I, I, you know, I had hopped on the scale and there's a function where it will tell you your um your health age right so like you know you have your mental age where it'll tell you the younger your mental age the smarter you are whatever the better healthier your brain is uh Mm -hmm. but there's also a health age where if you stand on the scale it'll measure your you know it obviously measures your weight which is what i pay to do but then it also measures your um your body fat your muscle density or your muscles your bone density your all everything how much water you have in your system all that stuff and then it does this formula i don't know what it does this is like a, this scale is much smarter than i am it it does this formula and then it comes Once it up takes its finger out of your asshole um, at that point it tells you that's how they know it like licks its finger and it's right. like oh yeah you're 36 um but <laughs> no and mike says 72 he's guessing my health age i am 36 yeah, i'm waiting and I am I am actually 36. I was born in 1985. For all you people right. who want to like get on to you know like make fake identities and use my credit cards or whatever, uh, I was born <laughs> in 1985. I'm 36 years old, and my health weight is 36. Which oh no kid yeah and I felt awesome. pretty good about it for a minute. I was like all right, so I'm right where I need to be. And then immediately, yeah. I I realized that not that this was not an opportunity for me to feel good about myself. This was an opportunity, if not that. I mean, I could have done that. 
but I, mm. I decided to take the low road. And I, I turned it into an opportunity to chastise America and say, <laughs> you 36-year-olds out mm-hmm. there are in horrible yep. shape. Like, the average 36-year-old, yes. you guys are all fat, disgusting, you're not drinking enough water, you've got mm-hmm. way too little muscle mass, your bone yep. density is brittle. You know, I, like, I immediately just attacked the 36-year-olds <laughs> yeah. across America rather than saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm average. Because you never want to well, be dude, average. You want to be a little I have to that. say, look, I'm right there with you. Uh, in spite of how intelligent I may look and seem, I am a sucker for my 600-pound life. <laughs> that, that Joe? Uh, I you think told a me comedian, about that. <laughs> Yeah, a comedian uh, that I liked and I done some shows with Michael Lawrence. I think he called it like porn, like poor people porn, like porn, you know, P-O-O-R-N, you know, and uh, I get what he's saying, but like say today, I was watching a show, now for, for those of you who don't know anything about me, I am not as young as Tom, and I, I don't know, Tom, how tall are you, roughly? Six foot, exactly. All right, I'm six five and some change. And this guy on 600 pound life was 757 pounds at 6'6". So he's not even qualified for that show, is he? He's like too heavy for that show. <laughs> well, they always have, no, no, see, they, I think the hard thing they have is getting people who are actually six. <laughs> they get a lot of 550s if you get my drift. But when it's over, then it's just, all right, we can make this a two-parter. He's so fucking fat. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a cliff, it leaves you with a cliffhanger. We still got another lit- 160 pounds to go. He's literally the cliff you're hanging on. <laughs> um, but so his, when the doctor's going over all his like future sort of plans or like you know his goal weight is you know that he goes yeah we're gonna give him the surgery. He's been doing this work to get down to like that's the funniest part, dude. By the way, I say it to my wife all the time when we're watching this shit. I'm like, could you imagine losing the weight of a person and still being a person? Like, like, do you understand? Like, he weighs 720 pounds, or 750 pounds, right? I weigh 260 at 6'6", or 6'5", rather. So, he could lose two of me. Oh, yeah, okay. And still be a person. So, he could, what I'm saying is, he could lose the weight of two people and still be a person. (laughs) Not die, not not he's starving African kid waiting for Mariah Carey to sing him a song or whatever. And did you ever hear Mariah Carey? By the way, this is how old I am. She was doing charities for African kids. She goes, "Oh, I would do more, but they're just so sad with the flies and everything." <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said, "You know what? After seeing Sally Struthers sweating in Africa, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Stay out of there. You know." Um, <laughs> But yeah, dude, when the, when I heard that his goal weight was 225 for 6'6", I actually sat there, I put down my jacks, and I said, you know what? I'm not letting this dude fucking weigh less than me. <laughs> you're, you're on a show for dying fat people. <laughs> I'm not going to let you beat me. You know, so I don't know how soon I'm going to get on that train, but you it has to. to start. You know what you yeah. need to do, Jerry? I'm telling you, this is how it happened for me. I, um... I knew I was fat for a long time. For the longest time, Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny, right? Um, Oh, sure. Because, you know, it's okay. 
I wasn't hurting anybody. I personally <laughs> was. I still felt pretty good, uh, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I would I would start to have like breathing issues when I went up the stairs too fast, right? And I mm-hmm. didn't like that. I used to be able to like run. Yeah. You know, I would run a five k and then go go drinking and have a cigarette or whatever. And that was back when I was smoking a pack and a half a day uh, of like. Wow. Camel yep. no filters and, and, and Lucky Strike no filters and shit. Um, but I started, like, this summer, as a matter of fact, it was this summer, I started to have, like, breathing trouble where I felt like I was not, I was having some real shortness of breath. Now, I've had shortness of breath for a while, but it was from the burn pits in Iraq. Um, speaking <laughs> of things that I love about my, my time in the service. Uh, but right. no, like I was really starting to have some like where I'm like, I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack because I can't breathe while I'm just lying in bed. I wasn't even doing anything. And mm-hmm. um, and so I said, you know what? I said, now is the time. I said, I don't I don't remember what it was. I think my wife bought me and she's very good about this. Like she'll send some very clear messages uh, without <laughs> actually sending them. She said uh-huh. she like went out and bought me muscle milk because it was on sale at Kroger. It was like two packs mm-hmm. of muscle milk. I'm like, well, since you bought them, you know what? I'm gonna head out to the gym and I'll actually bust my butt at the gym and earn those muscle milks, right? Because she so she said mm. it was, like when someone gives you a piece of gum and you're like, you never turn down a piece of gum because you know they're telling you, hey, your breath stinks. So my wife buying yep. me muscle milk <laughs> was saying, hey, your fat ass needs to go to the gym. So yeah. I, and you know, I take that. I think we talked about this a little bit last week, where it was, you know, yes. we talk about investments. You know, she invested in me, and if she wants me to be fitter, I am going to take that opportunity. Plus, I needed, and for months, I've been talking about how I need to really hunker down and get into shape if I'm going to take part in the revolution. So, right. uh, or, or more realistically, uh, in case of alien invasion, I've already been learning how to fly Ooh. spacecrafts. Uh, okay. through flight simulators and stuff like that because I want to be useful in that aspect. I need to be able to fly rotary-winged nice. and fixed-wing. Uh, and then also wait, 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 trying wait. to learn so... jet propulsion-type stuff. Uh, but I mm-hmm. also need to be able to physically fight if an alien gets in my face and I need to lay That's his true. ass out. So I need you to got to have a quick, quick punch, you know? you know what I mean? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Does this mean that we can expect at some point, if the inevitable does actually occur, that you're going to get in, and I don't recall the type of plane, I'm going to be honest. But I am I guess I'm just saying, are you going to be Randy Quaid in all of this? Yeah, well, that's the goal, Wait. right? Uh, um, we're talking Independence that. Day, zipping up Yo, into the... No, I'm talking you know, about now, where he's putting the super duper face bad. mask of Rupert Murdoch on his wife and fucking her on camera on YouTube. No, I'm not going to do that, I don't imagine. Uh, if anything, it would be... Um, Look, that'll keep know. aliens away, I think. Who's a? Maybe I would put a Boba Fett helmet on on my wife and fuck the Boba Fett version of my wife. Um, nice. You could say not so. you the could Mandalorian. Call <laughs> I'm still uh-huh. I'm old school Boba Fett. Maybe Jango Fett uh, because here's the thing: Boba Fett is Jango Fett if Jango Fett trained Jango Fett. Is the way I try to describe <laughs> Boba Fett to people because that's what right. he is. He's you know he's a clone of Jango Fett who was not modified. Mm-hmm. Right. who was already trained to be an elite bounty hunter trains himself mm-hmm. uh, but anyways this guy Kenny right he, oh yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> my wife uh, speaking of she mm-hmm. told me that she said she saw a video of him or a picture of him that his wife because they're friends his wife and, and my yep. wife are friends or Facebook oh, wow. friends so not really friends uh, mm. 
but she had posted a picture of him on the radio and she said oh look kenny's on the radio and she shows me a picture from facebook and i was like what is he doing on the radio and she's like uh, she's like it's some kind of telethon i was like what is it some kind of fat telephone telethon because like and even in the picture he's super fat and it's just his Dude, face can i right? say and uh, comedy's all about timing so i'm ruining it but please. you as soon as you said oh what's he doing on, on the radio and i was and i didn't want to interrupt you i literally thought eating obviously <laughs> Please jump in when you've got stuff like that. Jump in because I need all the help I can get. Um, but he, I said, so what is it? A fat telethon? And she says, no, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the honor run. And I was like, oh, I forgot that he does the honor run. If it was a fat telethon, it would last about a minute. Our current door darting. Hold on. Okay, let me let me do my joke and then you and then you do your joke because I this one I had prepared right. Uh, no, okay, I had yeah. said to her, I said, I forgot that he ran the the honor run. And I was thinking of Lonely Island when the, the lyric, when they're talking about running New York, he's like, <laughs> uh, not only do I run the marathon, I double run the marathon because right, he, yeah. he runs, he, he creates, you know, organizes it. And then he also right. runs in it. So I said, uh, he, I said, so I forgot that he ran the honor run. I said, did they ever, like, create another race so that he could participate, like, a 0K <laughs> race? And I was telling I was telling my friend, uh, the, my cop friend, and he he hates this dude because, because <gasps> he said... Really? Yeah, he does. Because oh, when shit. he got out, he got out at, like, 90% disability, which he had deployed twice, like I did. And oh, right, yeah. Had, oh, I see. Yeah. He had done some hard deployments, too. And he was an infantryman. And this guy, Kenny, was not an infantryman. He was, in fact, the right. polar opposite of infantrymen. And and my friend uh, did not do as well. He does not get paid nearly as much as Kenny does for disability. Right. Um, probably oh, because, man. you know, he doesn't milk the system. My friend doesn't milk him as much as, and obviously, Kenny does. Uh, right. And in, uh, Kenny milk and cookies the system. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Milk uh, in in not one percent. We're talking whole. No. Right. No. Um, he uses heavy cream. The but my friend he he was he said when he got out he said it pisses me off on a molecular level that Kenny gets this. He was like very angry about it. But no, the other day when I told him about this, he said, "What does Kenny know about honor?" When I told him that he was running the honor run, and he was so livid, he goes, he says, wow. what does he know about honor? He spent 10 years in the army, never deployed once, spent most of his time in TRADOC, which is like the easiest position you can have in the army. He said spent okay. most of his time, never had an operational duty or operational assignment in the army. What does Kenny know about honor? And I was like... Oh my he 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 ha 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 Kenny is fat you know like all that stuff <laughs> just was like flatlined as soon as my dude goes yeah like, what does he know about honor like those old fucking Vietnam vets who were like all these pussies who ran off to Mexico or Canada and then Reagan came, no uh, it was Nixon came along and pardoned him or whatever and uh, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he's like we went over and we served and we got gutted by these gooks over and uh, you know and then all these people come <laughs> back no and, and that's so funny if you talk to Vietnam veterans and I know I know you have uh, but anybody who's listening who hasn't otherwise gone and talked to Vietnam veterans first of all thank them for their service if they've got their their Vietnam vet hat on uh, because those dudes and this is what I tell my kids I say those dudes 
you thank those Vietnam veterans. If they've got a Vietnam veteran hat on, if we know that somebody is a Vietnam veteran, you thank them because they went when the country called for them, when the trumpet blew, right? When we were talking about earlier, they went oh, yeah. when it wasn't the cool thing to do. When it, the cool thing to do was to leave and to blow the country off and just say, hey, this is not my fight. And it wasn't a popular war. It wasn't our war to fight. But those people who went when they were drafted and served, and we all bitch the entire time we're in the Army. All 12 <laughs> years, I bitched. Every day that I had to spend in the desert and I was in the hot sun or whatever, I bitched. But I did it. And I was proud to do it. And those Vietnam vets are the same way. They did it. They served. They did it when it was not the cool thing to do. And they were proud mm -hmm. to do it. And they came home and they were spit on. So when you see a Vietnam vet wearing their hat, yeah. you go up to them, you thank them, and you say, welcome home. Because somebody else, you know, somebody, when they came home, they spit on them. They called them names. They called them baby killers. You know, the least yeah. we can do is welcome them home because they paved the way for us and uh, who came later. And uh, so that's what I tell my kids, and that's what I'm telling all you guys in the chat. If you haven't, or if you know a Vietnam vet, go. To, they they'll tell their stories now that we've kind of like changed the narrative and we've changed uh, the stigma. Because it used to be people would pick on the Vietnam vets, and we didn't it, we didn't acknowledge right. shell shock, we didn't acknowledge PTSD, and we told them, hey, just. I think they just even up. acknowledged just recently Agent Orange and ha yeah. uh, some of its yeah, effects. Yeah. I, I think it was very very recent where they did that. By the way, uh, I I appreciate your speech. Can I say a slight caveat? Mm -hmm. um, so to the whole speech, just say, unless it's John McCain. Yeah. I know he's dead, <laughs> but I'm just saying. No. Everyone should um, go and like, take back their thank you for your service from John if McCain. If you could just, yeah, because everything you just said, I'm sitting there listening and I'm going, John McCain. John well, John Kerry, Kerry too. <laughs> like, yeah. We can't, oh, and John Kerry, John right. Kerry as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, or like, uh, uh, technically speaking, didn't George Bush Jr. serve? Um, In the Air National Guard or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, doing blow at a <laughs> at a country club <laughs> with his uniform on and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess my caveat would just be those, you know, those three. <laughs> Just, they, I'm listening to you, and I was hoping that you would rant and go, like, finish except, strong, and then yeah. go, unless it's John McCain. I know no, he's that's dead. That's what I've got you no. for. You know? that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I've got you for to like, because I get, I get into these hard charging, like, hey, we got to thank most of our vets. Like, most of yeah. us are pieces of shit, right? Like, most of us are, <laughs> you know, we joined for college, right, or whatever. And, you know, we joined because we just were too immature for college. You know, and, but then you've got the guys oh, yeah. who were drafted and had to go over and had to go, like, live in the jungle and get their asses. Mm -hmm. Like, they got brought into, like, prison camps and shit. John McCain, for instance, uh, he got brought mm -hmm. into a prison camp and he became Songbird John McCain. That's what they started calling him because his ass... Um, uh, he, he squealed on his buddies and he told he told the yeah. he like colluded with the enemy so he was a real piece of shit that dude and I'll speak ill of John McCain I don't care if he's dead or not um, and I'll do it in <laughs> yeah. front of his wife and kids uh, but sure. his adult children uh, that's okay they, I think your I think his daughter has actually turned into your friend Kenny so there may not be oh yeah I've a seen lot her. of <laughs> she's well yeah what is she gonna do I'll just get into the zero k or the one k marathon and you know mm -hmm. she won't be able to keep up she won't catch up yeah uh mike Don't actually have any said food there in were, your pockets 
Yeah, if no, there's leave food in your behind. pocket, she will chase you like a beast. But <laughs> leave that behind. Mike said that there were two draft dodgers in the small town I grew up in in the '60s and '70s. Everyone knew, and it did not go over well. Um, mm. That was the thing. That was a big thing that was pushed on us. They were like, "Hey, man, if you don't make it through basic training or AIT or whatever, um, that's fine. Like, if you get hurt or whatever, and you get sent home." You know that's fine you're not going to end up with a bad conduct discharge if you go home because you're a piece of shit and you're like you know <laughs> fighting everybody in basic training or you're unwilling to perform the you're unwilling to train and shit and you end up getting a bad conduct discharge or if you get like a desertion because instead of deploying or whatever that sort mm-hmm. of stuff will follow you and all the people now who own businesses and back home or whatever in hometown america all of them are vietnam vets so as soon as you go home and you're like and they're like well did you ever serve in the military and you're like well yeah they're like well let me see your gd214 that's the first thing that they're gonna ask for and then they see dishonorable discharge and they're like what'd you do like i refused to train (laughs) i didn't want to (laughs) go to the range uh, that day what's that called um stolen valor right mm-hmm. i mean it's not technically because i guess if you were discharged i mean but you can actually lie about you know what level or, or well, of course being in the services at all you can lie completely but there are also people who lie about levels and amount of action and i remember seeing it was like uh do you remember owen benjamin that comedian why does that name sound familiar uh <sighs> what has he done that i know yeah, well, so, you know, back in, like, that 2016, 2014 to 2016 kind of era. Is he era, the one think... with the real raspy voice like this? Or am I thinking of something? No, that's Cal Kinane. That's the one. But, okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Owen Benjamin, he's, his comedy's shit. But at the time, he went um, kind of, like, all alt-right kind of stuff. And he was on Twitter basically trying to... <laughs> He was very much edgy boy on Twitter, and I think he told David Hogg that um, he needed to see his penis or something. It was something weird. He was saying, like, uh, <laughs> oh, he's, there was some joke about preferred pronouns. Uh, uh, Justin Trudeau said he was going to go by everybody's preferred pronouns, and he said, my preferred pronoun is Justin Trudeau's a fucking fat <laughs> And so... That's it. So he had, he got kicked off of Twitter. He got kicked off of YouTube. He got, so that's him. Like, he's got a little bit of lunatic stuff. I've seen videos of him, like, fighting his dog while drunk and all kinds of other shit that I can't even spend enough time going over. But he had this dude, I wish I remembered his name, Eric Nimmer. Actually, wait, I think it's his, he he said he was like, you know, and a lot of his stand up was, I was in the service. I killed all these, you know, whatever, like, and he would make it out in social situations like, hoorah, I'm in the Marines and all this sort of stuff. Well, long story short, people looked him up and I guess he never made it like past basic training or something. <laughs> and so the, there was just, yeah, just stolen, stolen valor all over the clip. Uh, yeah. And it, and it very much bit him in the ass and he fell off the face of the earth as far as I know. It's, um, it's terrible. It's one of the, it's one of the things that, it's I don't get I don't call people out in person because I never especially the older guys like if it's a real old guy and they say something that doesn't check out I'm always like well maybe they just, <laughs> maybe they just don't know I was gonna or say, maybe that could just, just be Grandpa Simpson right? right like you know you know and and I'm okay with the <laughs> back in my day they stole old Dickety they took the number twenty two so we had to call it Dickety 
If you can, re- right. if you can, if you remember what I'm talking about, this is a do-it-yourself joke. But no, uh, you know, I never know with like old people. I'm just like I assume that they're telling the truth because why would I care otherwise? Like, why would I care if oh, some yeah. old guy wants to tell me about his time in Da Nang when he's like, you know, 50? And I'm like, I know <laughs> that you weren't in Da Nang, but like, maybe there's something. Maybe you did go somewhere, and I don't know, you know that I would have like forgiveness for time. 50. If you right. said 80, and they were talking about how they, you know punched a nazi in the balls or something i'd be all right well you know maybe <laughs> it doesn't maybe maybe, maybe. what did he was did he, did, did he piss kraut can you tell me <laughs> no. <laughs> no but they you know i'll just i'll let it go but if i see a young guy who's talking about how he bitch slapped his drill sergeant i'll call him out immediately because that's like oh, one of the most popular ones it's like oh i got kicked out of basic training because i bitch slapped my fucking drill sergeant they couldn't tell me what's what or whatever we had one guy come into the recruiting station one time and try to pull that number and and he was like he walks up and i was i was an assistant station commander at the time and so my team was the uh recruiter uh what was it called the rsi or the rsi anyways um i, I forget Mario all the speed wagon yeah you're close it's something like that <laughs> they um what we would do is we would just do the paperwork essentially i supervised the, t- the recruiter support team, RST is what it was called. Um, mm. And we would just do packets, and that was it. So it was me and this dude, Wolf, and really, like, one of the best recruiters. If I had to, like, a top five recruiters that I ever had over my time mm-hmm. in recruiting, he was one of them, and he's probably one of the top two. Uh, he, But he was sitting there, and he was an infantry guy, bronze star with valor, uh, combat infantry badge, very, like, uh, super professional dude had the worst mouth ever like i had to bail him out of trouble so many times because Mm -hmm. he had a mouth even like when i got out of the army and i was a retired sergeant first class at that point he calls me up and says hey man i'm in trouble and because he's a sergeant first class too at this point now he's a station commander he's like i'm in trouble Mm -hmm. i uh here's the situation my station command or my commander my company commander called me told me to come down to duluth because he's in north dakota i think um, he, he told me to come down to Duluth where the company headquarters is and it's like a 200 mile drive for me because it's a huge they do it based <laughs> off of population so he's uh-huh. like I'm way out here my company commander calls me and says he wanted me to report something or whatever I had to report to the yeah. company and do this and this and I said no and I hung up the phone because <laughs> it was snowing or it was blizzarding as in North Dakota and so it's like a Tuesday. It's blizzarding. And he hangs up the phone. The first sergeant and the commander get on the phone on speaker or whatever, and they're like, did you just fucking tell me no? You get your ass down here. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, negative, sir. I've got something going on. I'm not coming down there to give you something that I can send you over email. This is stupid. Why would I do that? You're retarded. You're ugly. Hangs up the phone. Like, you know, he just does his whole whatever. Yeah. That's just the way he was. He just had – there were mm-hmm. no punches pulled. Anyways – he calls me up and he says, "Hey man, I fucked up. I this is what happened." He gives me the he lays it all out for me. He's completely honest. He's like, "I said all these horrible things, but he's like, there's just no way." He's like, "You get it, right? You wouldn't drive 200 miles in the middle of a blizzard to deliver this thing that he wants me to deliver." He's trying to give me a field grade article 15, which means, you know, the colonel at the battalion would have to give it and he could potentially get in a great deal of trouble. 
And mm. so he said, here's what they did. They put me on restriction. I have to go home. I'm not allowed to work in the recruiting station. Furthermore, while it's pending investigation, furthermore, this, that, and the other. He's like, I still get paid and everything. He's like, I just can't <laughs> be in the recruiting station. But he's like, what will happen is they'll give me a bad NCOER and evaluation. And mm-hmm. they may kick me out of recruiting, which pretty much puts a black spot on my record. I'll ne- never get promoted to E8. Da, 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 da. And I said, okay, so what do you need from me? Do you need a letter? And he's like, yeah, just character reference. He's like, because I'm going to fight it. He's like, I'm fi- I told them that I'm going to submit a rebuttal and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. I said, I will write you up a letter right now. So I sat down, wrote him up a letter, sent it to him. Shining. This is not the first time I'd written a letter. From <laughs> so I was able to <laughs> like you just, just what, like change the copy date? Copy and know? paste it. <laughs> yeah, I just changed the date. And, and his rank, because I think he was a staff sergeant at the time, the first one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and he got off scot-free that time, too. But so I wrote him this letter. I was like, of all the, I was like, and, and I even, like, I went above and beyond. I was like, this dude, like, I feel like I had a very successful career, and I would have gone on to do super great things and use direct blah, 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 blah. I said, in every single way, as soldiers go, Sergeant First Class Timothy Wolf is above and beyond anything I could have ever excelled. And I meant every word that I wrote in. It was a glowing letter mm-hmm. that I wrote for him. But it was so glowing that I'm sure, like, they looked at it and they were like, well, okay. <laughs> like, this, what, can we really, like, end this guy's career over some bullshit? So, anyways, the dude ends up, this whole thing happens, like, right before COVID. Because COVID hits... It extends everything and pushes everything back like 18 months. He ends up like not having to do his job for two years, getting paid, getting, getting paid the entire time, every all that, <laughs> and not having to go to work. He got a second job. He started he started his own business, I think, and like <laughs> it was. And he's just up in Duluth or up in uh, North Carol or North Dakota or whatever, just chilling out. And then finally mm-hmm. they said, all right, well, we're not going – we're dropping all the charges. The whole investigation found you were <laughs> From fine. two years ago. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And and finally, he's he's probably got a full beard at this point, big, you know, afro or whatever. Uh, sure. And, and he, uh, he ends up – I think, like, he calls me and he's like, hey, man, so they dropped all the charges. They gave me my orders. I'm going off to this other assignment, like this new assignment or whatever. It's like totally because all of a sudden everyone had to rush because he had been at that assignment for eight, for more than 18 months, two years or whatever. And they were like, well, we got to do something with this guy. So they, right. they sent him on to his next assignment, like hurried and pushed him off. And he just he just got two, two and a half years off just to hang out with his family. Uh, Dude, that's but yeah, amazing. that's so you're saying just occasionally be a dick to your boss and you may end up with a lot of yeah. good time off and yeah, start oh, your own sure. business and grow an afro dude for like a year I, my last year in the army when i failed my psyche val i tried to go back into work they were like well no you can't be in a leadership position anymore i was like all right cool so i'll just step mm-hmm. down i'll i'll hand the station over to this guy this other guy took over and i took his place doing packets all i did was just type packets all day and make phone calls to prior service reserve applicants or whatever and that was right. all I had to do all day. I was like, this is the best job ever. All I have to do is type packets. <laughs> okay. And then mm-hmm. they found out that I was doing that. And they said, no, no, no. You can't be around, like, future soldiers at all. Like, you can't be around applicants at all. You can't be doing paperwork. They said, they said, go to the company. So then I go to the company, and I become the assistant to the secretary <laughs> is what I called the position. I said I basically helped the secretary with anything she needed done. 
but the commander he would just sit there and talk to me for like the morning i would show up at nine and he would just mm-hmm. chat and um and then he would say all right well i gotta go do this other stuff so you go ahead and go home so i go home at noon <laughs> and then after a while he said you know what you distract me too much you being here i just want to sit and chat he said yeah. why don't you just not come in at all anymore he's like just shoot me a text nice. in the morning and let me know that you're still alive and i said okay so i did for a while and then but he and i would chat throughout the day because we, we'd just be texting or whatever and because mm-hmm. it just he was a very smart guy and so i'd always sit there sure. and i'd always we had very different interests so we were always like playing off of one another and so eventually he goes you know what you don't even have to text me anymore just like once a week just text me because <laughs> like i sit here and i'm just texting you all day or whatever he's like goofing off and right. so he's like just once a week on monday text me and, and 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 you know i'm sure i'll talk to you periodically throughout the week so i ended up getting a job as a corrections officer for a while and that's what wow. i was doing for that for that period while i was waiting for my retirement that was about a year i was just oh, chilling shit. out uh doing other stuff instead of you know, I was collecting two paychecks. Anyways, wow. so we are way into our time, and I know we got, we've got we got some big things that we've got to talk about this week. I know people are mm-hmm. excited about some new content, because we haven't done really like... Content? Yeah, content. Uh, we, we, we have some stuff that has been... We've been sitting on for a while, and you'll know once you hear what the topic is, because when we came up with the topic, <laughs> it was news. Now it's not mm-hmm. really news, and I'm I'm curious to see who's even still in the chat after we were talking all this time about that stuff. But let me. Uh, so if you're there in the chat, just drop a little drop a little emoji for me or something. Um, mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and welcome everybody, and then I'll take my shot, and then we will jump into the topic this week because I'm very Sweet. excited. I want to make sure that at remind me at at ten thirty we have to stop and and do the game for this week because I okay. know you guys yeah. at home you loved the game last week we brought it back this week it, it might become mm-hmm. a recurring thing uh because yeah. we know how popular it was last week and and you know mm-hmm. we have another one for this week so jerry is he is returning to uh hang on to his title to defend his title that's and, it yeah uh so we want i need my kangaroo jack your kangaroo jack your your brand new ish uh kangaroo jack a 1457 value Mm -hmm. 14 dollar and 57 cent uh value uh so welcome to everybody who's in the chat it's apparently just mike in manitoba but i do have to (laughs) i do have to say that andrew otaku otaku uh aka j dubs uh, Jurassic Weeb. He was the winner this week. He was the first one in the chat with Hero. Not sure if he's still mm-hmm. there, but if he is, fantastic. FBI guy in the chat. Welcome, as always. Mike in Manitoba. Uh, he was number two. Efren Flores, Megabit Banshee, and Monster Radio. Uh, and then also Superfan. I assume Superfan is out there listening, and uh, the former ho- co-host of this show, V, uh, if you're out there. And I know he still listens every once in a while. He's still... Uh, he listened last week and he provided some pointers which was very cool of him very big of him uh and yes, we certainly appreciate absolutely. that uh but megabit i do I have be. something a friend of mine who who will i'm sure listen to this uh so i should probably i should probably say hello to him as well um mm-hmm. ben i'm just gonna say his first name because i'm sure he wouldn't want to be associated with the show he he's a very <laughs> smart guy and he he 
very smart, very educated. Very, I try not to say any of our like uh, people with a lot to lose. I try not to say their names or anything too much about mm -hmm. them because I don't want them to get in any kind of trouble for associating with us. But he actually sure. said he said something. He was trying to guess who somebody was in the chat. And, I, and again, I'm at a point where oh. I can't I can't give too much information because it would give away stuff. Um, right. And I think I have already given away this person's identity. But he said it's either so and it's either Superfam or it's Metabot is what he called. He said hmm. I said Metabot, and I had no idea who he was talking about. I said Metabot. Finally, I asked him. He said, um, or Megabit. Megabit is his name. So from now on, I'm going to act, <laughs> quote, you know, pretend to accidentally refer to Megabit as Metabot, and. Um, you know, still very excited. I'm, I'm loving the Metabot pictures that I see on uh, Instagram of his of mm -hmm. beautiful family. So, what are we cheersing <laughs> to uh, this week? What have we talked hmm. about? Just Stolen Valor? Yeah, to, let's to go with Stolen who, Valor. <laughs> I like how your 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 drink. It looked like mm -hmm. it was because it was in the fuzzy part of the screen. It looked like oh, yeah. it was blotted out. It looked like it was blotting out the logo. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. But to people stealing valor and 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 uh, the people in Mike and Manitoba's hometown who dodged the draft, and to John McCain who um, obviously to John who is still in a five-year prison camp uh, in his coffin. <laughs> Only five? Shit. That is a strong bourbon. Dude, can I say something? By the way, I'm going to ask, uh, since we've now taken to the booze, and I'm, and I'm jumping in both feet for this, I I know that it's not a liquor, but I, I and I, I, I also understand I'm behind the times. I'm an old man, you know, but I have found that the ICP now have beer. And no. I think we, uh, yes, and I think we need to obtain it somehow. <laughs> is it they won't, beer? <laughs> dude, I thought the same thing. One of them is called Blue Balls with a Z. It's everything you would expect. And I just wanted to say, if there's a way, I'll send you the link. Remind me. They won't ship it to where I live. But I wonder if there's enough ICP people in Kentucky that you may be on the list where they'll send it. And if that's the case, we need to, I want, we have to bring, <laughs> this ICP we have to bring that into the fold. Yes, exactly. All right, let me, let me, uh, what I'll do is I'll write a letter to Shaggy 2 Dope and uh, to- <laughs> Your cousin. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, what's the other guy's name? Violent J. I used to listen to Violent J, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see, see all the Juggalos. Dude, Big fan. what I'm saying. I didn't know that, and here we are. I'm a big fan of ICP. It. I'll admit it. I'm not, uh, you know, not a lot of people are. Do I consider myself a juggalo? No, I won't ascribe that uh, that tag to myself. No, you're on the FBI list for other reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm on all their lists. Um, I don't have to have the hatchet man or whatever. But right. they, um, no, I, I enjoy ICP. I still, I, I haven't listened to, I got their new album some time ago. There was a time oh. when I was a young man, I would buy an album and I would listen to it right away. Now oh, yeah. I buy stuff and it sits <laughs> Just on a shelf 
forever. I haven't. I have not listened to their um, the Almighty Death Pop. I think or no, it's the one after that. It's a newer one. Um, but no, there there's stuff I still listen to it. I still listen. I I, I am not above admitting that I like ICP and um, anybody Killa. And I'm not Dude, big people, into Boondocks. I'm not big look, into that people guy. People make fun of shit like that, but it's far more interesting than other artists, right? Like like okay. Everybody makes fun of listening to Limp Bizkit, right? Oh yeah, huge okay. Limp Bizkit fan too. I don't. I like all the stuff that people hate, and we'll make well, fun dude, of. Well, dude, dude, here's the thing, right? We've already just talked about ICP, where their fans were literally put on FBI watch lists, <laughs> and they were going to be calling them domestic terrorists or something. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So, that's way more interesting than anything happening right now. Also, the reason I bring up Limp Bizkit. I believe, and I don't remember the song they were recording a video for, but just before 9/11, they were they recorded, uh, they shot a video on the top of the World Trade Center, and they were actually sent a letter from the World Trade Center thanking them for promote, like doing their video, uh, uh, you know, because they were such a big band at the time, <laughs> for doing their video on top of the World Trade Center, which then very quickly thereafter did not exist and so that look <laughs> okay yeah the chocolate covered starfish hot dog water bubble okay yeah, fine yeah. that's cringe as shit or whatever but is that not more interesting and cool as a little side potential conspiracy that, that somehow Lip Biscuit was tied to nine <laughs> <laughs> isn't that way cooler to even think I would listen to an entire Limp Bizkit album talking to someone about that. You know what I mean? Like, that's a conversation you have over beer and cigarettes, you know, something unhealthy. And then you just go, all right, dude, let me tell you something. <clears throat> you think you listened to some shit? <laughs> I, back in 2001, back before yeah. the towers fell, what towers, you right. ask? World Trade yeah. Center. Mm -hmm. Never heard of it, huh? The ones, yeah. <laughs> the towers, the two towers from... Lord of the Lord Rings. of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Before those mm -hmm. towers fell. Um, mm -hmm. Now, my sister actually referred to when we went. Uh, I was I was dating a girl at the time, and mm -hmm. um, who shall remain nameless because I. Sure. You know, why would I even mention her? Um, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, I, start, I start crying on the show. Dude. Oh, you broke my heart. You know, and I turned it into a whole thing. Um, we we went to watch the two towers and my sister said oh you're going with she was talking to this girl she said yeah. oh you're going with thomas to go see the twin towers <laughs> the lord of the rings the twin towers <laughs> i thought it was the funniest thing um it was just like right after is uh, wow. if you recall your your lord of the rings knowledge you know that uh, mm -hmm. the two towers came out uh, in theaters right after september 11th um yes they did but yeah, the, at the end of the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water, there's a hidden track of Ben Stiller laughing. Really? He's, yeah, yeah, because Ben Stiller and Fred Durst are very good friends, it turns out. Huh. Um, this is just some, some Limp Biscuit knowledge that I'm dropping on you guys right now. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Fascinating. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan. One of the quotes that appears in the Starting Soon screen is me saying, I like Limp Biscuit." not a lot of people do or no one else does but i do yeah yeah uh 
but that's that's um, one thing. If you listen to Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, the, ver- the very last uh, bonus track is Ben Stiller laughing. <laughs> Just He's trying to, like, talk about the title of the album, and he can't stop mm-hmm. laughing, and it's very, very funny to listen to. Uh, so <laughs> what is nice. the topic of discussion today, Jerry? I know you, you're, like, way more versed in this and way more knowledgeable in this topic than i am because you actually studied it in preparation for the game show today (laughs) yeah i guess that is one way to describe it i would describe it as uh, drinking alone in my basement questioning my life choices but everybody here presumably over the last few weeks had they not heard of this man before had heard of travis scott i believe it was his uh, concert in dallas Austin where or or Austin, whatever. whatever. Okay, one of the two, where it was a major city where not a lot of cowboy hats were there. And essentially, he had this concert where, depending on who you ask and what they remember, it was a satanic death ritual <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where numerous people died, aliens showed up, rhythms were played to mess with your equilibrium and your heart rate and it would either turn you to the devil or bring you back to god As i think that's a pretty good that's description of what you can describe it yeah it's the most yeah. concise description i've heard really <laughs> i'm not one for concise so write this mark this down i think this may be the only the episode where that happens yeah put it down on the calendar hey jerry remember i'm telling you to shut up now do you remember that time where you were able to <laughs> it was about Travis Scott, of all things. That's right. Somehow, the, the never-ending Travis Scott saga, you were able to say it in 10, minutes, 10 seconds. But, yeah, so the... I guess, since you've done some research, since we've been talking about it, what do you find, before we, like, get into game shows or topics or whatever, like, do you... Out of the whole thing, out of the videos you've seen of it or whatever, what part of it actually intrigues you the most okay so oh i'm sorry it, we, we were both wrong it was houston your houston? face in the oh. chat he said it was houston Whoops. my bad Damn. it wasn't it wasn't dallas it wasn't austin it was houston um whatever you know texas is so big like that that was the one thing i didn't care for much about texas was like when mm-hmm. i was stationed there was you could drive for an entire day and not get out of texas if you were like if you were yeah. in the same position um so the thing about this whole I'll I'll be honest when I found Mm -hmm. out about this Travis Scott situation I follow a lot of really like out there uh, subreddits okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and for for one like I was was reading one today about earthquakes in Portland Oregon or in Oregon and um, I saw a post about this and this dude in this post was legitimate like I could tell in the way he was writing he was legitimately concerned and rightfully so because as mm-hmm. i was reading the, the data that he was presenting i was like well that is concerning that is something i'd be concerned about and and yeah. this gentleman that i was talking about earlier a friend of mine uh, i i say gentleman as if i don't know him personally as if we don't talk all the time <laughs> uh ben a friend of mine uh he mm-hmm. he said to, he texted me this morning like bright and early i was getting i was actually getting up and getting ready for the gym believe it or not uh he said hey what do you know about portland or about oregon earthquakes and I said, I, I started talking. I started describing what I knew about it. And I said, you know what? I know 
about as much as you do because we both right. follow the same subreddit. The same <laughs> like Reddit. we both follow, <laughs> and and this is a like a super level-headed guy, but he like he's like he's my rock, right? Anytime mm-hmm. I get too far out there, he's my anchor to pull me back and say, "Hey, no man, like you're getting a little too far out there. There's no such thing as I don't know whatever whatever ridiculous thing I believe in, <laughs> that I do believe in." Um, but he this this whole um, this whole situation when I saw it populating on these subreddits. I, I would see the comments or I would see the post about oh Travis Scott is a Satan worshiper Satan or he, he he sacrificed all these people to the devil at Astro World whatever and I just I mm-hmm. just kept scrolling kept scrolling right by it you know and, and I didn't even think about it because I was like that's a little far fetched like do I think that there are people out there sacrificing people to the devil yes do I think that celebrities right. by and large are the ones who are doing this yes. Do I think Travis Scott, uh, you know, this is like a few weeks <laughs> ago. Guy. Do I think Travis Scott, a SoundCloud rapper who came into fame and mm-hmm. fortune because Drake, the guy from Degrassi, the next generation, discovered him and it like propelled him into uh, celebrity status? Do I think that he's the one that's out there sacrificing <laughs> people to the devil? No, probably not. So I just kind of like mm-hmm. rolled. So if, if you've ever wondered if there's something that Tom Miller like conspiracy believer uh, extraordinaire where's the roadblock where's believe. the stop yeah <laughs> right there, there's a certain point and that's what actually this show came from it was a game that i used to play by myself you had me at bigfoot and i know i've talked about this in previous shows. some of you may know this already maybe like one or two of you probably mike in manitoba is <laughs> probably gonna be the one who knows this no shit is that game the game you had me at bigfoot started by me as i'm scrolling some of these like really fringe conspiracy things when i read an article and i go no that's just not true you know like or like i'm like well maybe i don't know you know Mm -hmm. that was the thing It, it became like how far down this rabbit hole can i go before i'm like no no that can't be real uh and that's what became it became a show if, and here mm-hmm. we are, you know, gosh, that was 2005 or 15. I'm sorry, 2015 mm-hmm. that started. Um, and here we are some six years later, talk, like I still actively, almost about to hit 700 subscribers on YouTube. Um, Pretty great. Anybody who's concerned about whether or not that rule or that thing still applies that V had promised, it does still apply. I will whoever sends me however you get it to me i don't know how you'll get it to me probably on discord the screenshot of the 700th subscriber i will honor v's promise to get you a shirt um but oh i just assumed it was nudes or something no well that too if you want nudes just ask. <laughs> um i'm very generous with nudes like, i I've have got alt a whole accounts portfolio. i can make this happen yeah, hold on like i have an only fans <laughs> you know it's, it's cheap mm-hmm. you know it's, it's free actually sure it's, um, it's mostly promotional. I'll give you a dollar. Yeah, in fact, if you sign up, I'm, I'm happy to pay your mortgage. Uh, the <laughs> it's, it's like the worst program ever. It's the worst uh, business venture I've ever taken. Uh, but no, I thought that. I'm like, no, Travis Scott, no, there's no way. This is uh, mm-hmm. insane. And then as time went on and more people tried to convince me, this is how you know something is probably real. Something absurd is probably real. The more right. people tell you that it's not true, the more likely it is that it's true. 
And it mm-hmm. wasn't until I started seeing articles about how TikTok was taking down videos of people who were at the event talking mm-hmm. about how it was a satanic ritual, how there were people on YouTube who were getting banned, people on Reddit who were getting suspended, all these things, mm-hmm. people who were getting in trouble or shut down or censored for talking about the Travis Scott satanic ritual. That's when I realized, I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's something to this. And... Um, we actually well, yeah, because how many times has something absurd occurred and people make fun of it or, or say stupid shit about it or make false claims and no one cares? You know, and it's not like Travis Scott is, um, I don't know, Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Like something like that where it's across the United, like everybody in the world knows who the fuck you're talking about. That would be a big thing to slander or right. whatever those people. Nah, it's just some, you know mid-level soundcloud rapper you know soundcloud rapper and uh everybody thinks he's uh worshiping satan like you just write that enough times you just go oh, who gives a shit <laughs> you know what sort sort of you know you know what and then it's here's the thing yeah. about that though who cares right like if right. all of a sudden somebody yeah. if somebody told me like, I, and, and you would think that I'm not the guy who would be like, who cares? But, like, because, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm in my final semesters of seminary. To You're become, literally like, the guy who should care. I'm the guy. Like, I'm the clergyman. <laughs> I'm the man of the cloth that people go to to ask for theological information and questions. And, and like, when if somebody told me, oh, Travis Scott worships the devil, or Travis right. Scott sacrifices to the devil... Or Travis Scott holds these satanic worshiping things. I'm like, (laughs) I don't care. Who gives a fuck? Because, (laughs) like, is it wrong? Yeah. Do people typically know that they are a part of a satanic cult? Yes. (laughs) I think, like, if you... And if you don't, then shame on you. Usually that's a very clear volunteer system. (laughs) Yeah, and shame on you if you don't know. And you're... And, and those are the people that we typically do kind of like, you know, if somebody's too stupid to know, that's those are the people that you kind of like focus on. Mm-hmm. But most of the people who are like, oh, no, like mm-hmm. Travis Scott's not sacrificing people to the devil. You know, right. he might have people... done some racy shit, you know, <laughs> like the, the Slayer version of, you know, a rap concert or something. Oh, yeah. I bet he had like Alice Cooper devil shit, you know, some passe but oh it's hipster now kind of bullshit yeah yeah. yeah 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 and then some very easily explained anomaly occurred where some people had some you know health issues or something like that you know because at big concerts and stuff it's like are, are you know that show uh unexplained with the big x uh that william shatner hosts oh no okay i know which one you're talking about yeah 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 so like he'll he'll go on about something and then like these so-called ex- experts will come in they'll be like nah it's this <laughs> like nine <laughs> times out of ten you know what I mean it's like you watch this video of something and you go you know and it's William Shatner and you're all excited and your mouth is agape and you're like what is that and then just yeah you know I don't know some lady just comes on and goes ah you, you know it, see what happens is, is when two birds fart next to each other. And on the right 5G path, it'll actually make a Mexican explode. It just, we didn't know. We, <laughs> but here's the evidence tested. that it does, right? It was lab tested. We never put it out on <laughs> on the street. 
and well, it happened before we could really work out the kicks. So you know, and then you go, oh, okay, that's that. So you, so if someone said to me, oh no, Travis Scott had a devil worshiping concert and some people died, I'd be like, oh come on, you know, that's not, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? I've been to it. I've seen an Ozzy concert before. I remember the Alice Cooper shit. You know. You know what's funny I've about seen... Alice Cooper too, is that mm. he is a born again Christian, very yes. into Christianity now, mm-hmm. and like, uh, which is very cool. Like you look at it now and you're like, wow, what a what a dude. Like, and I'm not. Can one I tell to you? Like... In spite of all the concert stuff I've seen, the only time I've actually seen him as a person hmm. was walking his daughters around our local mall before his show. Oh, wow. And so it's just Alice Cooper in, like, you know... Jeans and a t-shirt or whatever. Streets, yeah, just street clothes, but he has a little bit of makeup, I think, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was just enough where when he went into Hot Topic, they were like, oh, it's a try-hard dad, and they're like, oh, fuck, it's Alice Cooper, the try-hard dad. Like that. You know, that's the store that you expect to see Alice Cooper and it's not like you see it's not like you go into Forever 21 and all of a sudden you see Alice Cooper you're like holy shit it's Alice Cooper but like you see him in Hot Topic you're like okay it's Alice Cooper yeah this is where like I would expect to see Alice Cooper and and why are you at the Froyo anyway right like I didn't know you'd be here buying noodles or whatever in the food court yeah Um, so anyway that was my thing with, with, with this whole Travis Scott thing I was like A I don't care be like <laughs> right. this just doesn't seem like it's a thing until all of a sudden people were like no come on you conspiracy theorists because like most conspiracy theories are so far out there that like the <laughs> yeah. news doesn't even have to touch it like right. they don't they they're like no please yeah they don't like, have to don't censor it because it's just not going to happen that's you know? just absurd yeah right mm-hmm. like but the stuff that they actually have to like get out there and like wedge themselves between the public and the conspiracy theory those are the ones that you know are probably true um Mm -hmm. and megabit by the way says i hate travis scott because of the super bowl halftime show uh they were gonna play spongebob sweet victory (laughs) they played seven seconds of it and then travis did his song uh the f man which i agree sweet 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 victory i remember i remember that (laughs) happening because we all voted for it, right? We all voted for it on the, oh, change, yeah. the change.org thing to make sure it happened. And then they did, like, the real quick thing. And then it was... I didn't watch what came next. So you couldn't... If you would have asked me what actually came after that, that mm-hmm. year, in my mind, in my memory, it was Sweet Victory by SpongeBob. <laughs> because that's all I remembered from that. So, But I do... Dude. None of us, and I'm not saying that we're here in Travis Scott's court or anything, because I, I can't no. stand the fucking guy. And you'll find mm-hmm. that out over the the course of this next half an hour, forty half an hour, I guess. Really, I was going to say fifteen minutes before show. Yeah, we really not got show. much time to cover content. Uh, yeah, but after all that, I realized undoubtedly Travis Scott is a Satan worshiping, demon summoning. <laughs> A uh, human being sacrificing to the Dark Lord rapper, SoundCloud rapper, uh, mm-hmm. and he was responsible for the departure of human souls that night in Houston or Austin yes. or Dallas or whatever. He was responsible <laughs> for this happening, and there is no doubt in my mind that this happened. Hence the names, and I know you've seen this the last couple of weeks: the pancake-shaped uh, concert goer and the negligent black rapper. Um, yes. That's that's where that came from. We've been planning on talking about this forever. 
Um, and we do, this is part of an ongoing series that's going to happen over the next few weeks, by the way. Yes. Uh, called, and, and Jerry, <laughs> Jerry got to pick what it was. Um, but I don't even know if we ever settled on what it was going to be. But it's, we're going to be talking about satanic devil worshiping demon summoning uh, evil uh, whatever whatever uh, artists and people cults and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff um, but it's going to be called oh hell no and I'm so excited about it or <laughs> oh or what was it uh, oh hell I thought it was no. oh hell no oh hell no uh, hell that's going to nah. be the name of the series that we're going to be doing we're going to be covering because I realized as we were digging into this Travis Scott thing I realized how much we need to talk about the satanic panic we need to talk about satanic cults. We need to talk about devil worshiping. We need to talk about Satanism. We need to talk about dude, the Church of Satan versus you, the Satanic Temple. We need to talk about all of it. So, dude, if you even just go six months before and talk about Little Nas X, just that, it's like uh, we can't not talk about that if we're going to talk about, you know, uh, Travis Scott because Little Nas X is is admitting it. Like uh, three six mafia six 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 mafia you know all that yeah. i'm just saying you know like if someone i would forgive someone for getting three six mafia you know oh, what i mean i love three six mafia i'll be honest like i, I understand I, where you're coming from fan. i'm just saying historic like look if someone forgot limp biscuit at a certain age of person i'd forgive them because history erased them to some degree you know what i mean like so if someone said, oh, I don't know who 3-6 Mafia is, I'd forgive them. What you can't neglect or forgive in a sense is how do you not remember from three months ago when Little Nas X legitimately out loud admitted he was trying to, <laughs> he was trying to influence toddlers and uh, 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 young children into gay sex and Satanism and then would go to school specifically to make his songs to available to them right and yeah. that he and i won't even get into the rest of course you know he has the clothing line which has the tie-in and all this the sort of stuff let alone the blood. songs and this and that i'm just saying like that was three months ago yeah. <laughs> like, this is where i have to honestly wonder and i don't know we don't have time for it anyway but like Every time I go, nah, it's not Revelation. Dude, we're not <laughs> living in Revelation right now. This is, no, we're not. Have you it's, read that's... Revelation? I'll <laughs> let you in on a secret. Uh, yeah. We are. We are living yeah. in Yeah, right. Well, no, because I remember the last time you and I were on, uh, excuse me, when I was on with V, and we were talking about the Jabbo. Mm -hmm. And he, V actually said, yeah, you know, there's this whole thing about marking your body, and it's the mark of the beast, and that more things are, like, all the evils of the world are coming to light, and Ghislaine Maxwell's going on trial, and this and this and that, and we started kind of extrapolating, and he said, this is fucking revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we all kind of laughed and said, yeah, you know, and then things keep happening, and I'm like, no, seriously, though. <laughs> I think and we're here. It's so funny because we... Cause, so I'm an eschatologist. I've talked about this time and time again. My study, my you, you, area you of study... You don't eat fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a pescatologist. That's a different thing. No, I study fish. Um, they uh, right. Now, that's a, that's a joke for people who understand 
Latin to some degree. Uh, mm. <laughs> or anybody who can you said extrapolate a moment ago. I wanted to use that. Anyone who can extrapolate language uh, arts. Um, mm -hmm. They, so I'm an eschatologist. I study the end times, angels, demons, what happens mm -hmm. after death, that sort of stuff. That's kind of always been my wheelhouse. Anybody who knows prior to me, I love, I love that there are some people in the chat who have been around since before I decided I'm going to go to seminary. Like, I mm. need to go to seminary because I need to develop my relationship with God so I can become a better exorcist, so I can become an exorcist. Uh, there are some people who have been in the chat for that long, uh, which is, it kind of blows my mind. And I hope that that resonates with some of you in the chat that, like, you can go and achieve these big goals. I went and did a 96 semester hour, three year program. Uh, to become or to get my master of divinity and mm. in the time that some of you have been listening in the time that some this show has been going on it's kind of crazy um and, yeah. and and i love you for it i love you guys for sticking around it's been it's i want to remind you by the way that after you were referred to me by um matt squatch as a person to have as a guest on the show and he thought we'd work well and everything i hit you up on twitter and I don't remember how, like, what the impetus was for where the conversation went, but I want to say it was within maybe five back and forths. Nothing crazy, just five back and forth. Oh, hey, Matt Squatch told me, blah, you know, a little back and forth. Within that time frame, you went off on the most, like, descriptive, detailed diatribe which i mean if you look at if i still had twitter you know you'd go back and find right. the mass text <laughs> of it and all that of the very subjects you're talking about because i think i might have said so what might you want to talk and i maybe brought up a religion something and then all of a sudden you were just like it was like i i rang the bell investigation I, yeah i think i rang the bell the hair went running and you <laughs> and he were just off to the races. So I've been here long enough to remember when that was a main focus and you had just started. And so even, you know, from viewer to guest to now co-host, I've been here long enough for that. Yeah. So some of you guys, I'm thinking, uh, let, let me let me point fingers at people who may know. I don't want to I don't want to do that <laughs> to anybody in the chat. You guys have been awesome. I love that you guys have been here. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, some of these dudes have been here since before then specifically i think of like mike and manitoba and i know um mm -hmm. megabit or metabot uh he asked what that was meta m-e-t-a-b-o-t was how he spelled right. it metabot and uh well he was he was here early on because i remember dave outlandish he i think that's when uh megabit came around was uh dave outlandish showed up and i made dave outlandish congratulate me for getting into seminary even though dave outlandish is a demon summoning satan worship well you know a, a temple of satanic um or the satanic temple or whatever guy um oh and then yeah, mike is talking about i remember he got fired the first day i did i got fired my first day as a chaplain uh, and then i got fired i got i got brought back and then i got fired two weeks later again the second time i got brought back as a resident anyway um, <laughs> ah, very, very funny story, and I won't get into it right now. 
but yeah, that's that's still the goal. Is ultimately I will become a chaplain resident. Um, mm -hmm. I'm actually working on I'm working with some people uh, to do the jail ministry. I'm trying to get into the jail ministry, oh. uh, so I will also be doing that in the near future. It's a volunteer position. Is there anyone still left in jail after they let everybody out? Believe it or not, there are. In, in some of these conservative states, we do keep our people in jail. Uh, so, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we, we don't let them out. Uh, but we go and we minister to them because Christ said when I was in prison, you came and visited me. So we go and visit our people in jail. Uh, that is our. That is that is a an act of the chaplaincy that I would like to get into. And I am working with some volunteers or that one hmm. that are looking for people to do that and you have to meet some certain requirements anyways um so where were we i, I want to talk about so there are some people who probably don't know anything about this travis scott thing and i don't want to you know i don't want to point fingers i don't want to assume that somebody doesn't know but what we did jerry and i put together this video of <laughs> like what the heck happened on that night but it was um it's it's it gives you a little bit of a pretext of who uh this guy is travis scott who he is and then it gives you kind of the idea of what happened that night and it's a video that i'm excited that we get to finally show you because it's been you know it's been worked on for the last fortunately we've been putting it off for so long uh you know, now we're at a point where we get to actually share it with you guys. So without further ado, and while we show this video, I'm going to run and use the restroom. But uh, go ahead and enjoy this video that's going to explain to you who Travis Scott is and what he did and what this event was. You just got to be like aware of just like what you just said. You know, people are always going to be reaching for that bad headline or that sure. bad thing. You know, so I'm aware. That's why I was just like, man. But when I do my shows, I be so turnt, man. Like, it's a, it's a, it's another level. Yeah. With Travis Scott's it's on stage. Like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not like the guy that got like, you know, I had the backup dancers. I ain't got the drummers and that. No. I'm all about the blood. You know, we got to turn up. The yeah, blood. It's all about rage. <laughs> blood, blood. And just like the, Who's bleeding on stage? I mean, you know, I'm not bleeding, but the fans <laughs> are like. <laughs>
like in fucking hell, bro. Like it felt like we was in a concert in hell. What was so crazy, like people were screaming help, trying to tell Travis, Travis Scott, they was like, help, the whole crowd was wanna help, help, help. And he just kept going, bro. It was like, that shit was scary, bro. It was so demonic, bro. After tonight, bro, like, God really told me, like, you know, like, stay away from that shit, bro. Like, that shit not for you, because, like, he sacrificed so many people's lives tonight, like, for real. Like, so many people's lives are gone tonight because they want to go to a fucking Travis Scott concert and have fun. You know, he and Forrest going to be raging and all this shit. So many people broke in, and it was just chaos, bro. It was a living fucking hell, bro. Imagine seeing all those dead bodies, and that was, that was just by me. I didn't slow down those video or the video. No, I know. I saw it. Either, I've seen, you know. Yeah, so. I saw the video before you showed me your compilation. So when I saw it in your compilation, I knew that was at least one thing you hadn't like slowed down and synced up to the to, to the <laughs> music, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. He didn't slow that down. I know this because I've seen that video before. I'm like, that looks like fucking aliens just walking on where, like a cliff. I don't know what that is. And what is happening? Did someone's spirit leave their body and that's just them walking? into purgatory. Yeah, purgatorio, you know? paradiso. This, um, speaking of... But this video right here, you can see, this is the fear frequency thing. I think I oh, talked to you a little bit about this. How I went to pull up this Twitter page because I was going to record the video of like, Jake so that I didn't right. lose any kind of image or pixels or whatever. But when I went yeah. to click on it uh, to boot it up big so that we could do that, all of a sudden... You'll see here, it says video no, or this tweet has been deleted right mm -hmm. here. So yep. it wasn't until, um, you could watch it as a thumbnail, but as soon as you tried to blow it up big and record it and make a good recording of it, it said the tweet was deleted. So mm. weird. And, and remember strange. when I said, I made that comment about how it wasn't until they said TikTok was going to take down all the videos talking about how Travis Scott's astral world in, in, uh, was going to be anything about him being a satanic ritual. It was going to be taken <laughs> down. They were making these efforts right. to take it down. That was when I kind of like was like, oh, maybe there's something to this. And I had to actually go back and dig in, and, and dig in a little bit deeper. Hey, we'll see mm -hmm. you later, J-Dubs. Uh, you know, whenever you, we'll, we'll talk in the Discord. Um, but yeah, that was when when I saw that. Um, I don't know. It was just so weird to me. Uh, yeah. There was there's always some, uh, and I've made this point before. When there's something that's weird, you can usually you can typically dismiss it. Like if something weird happens, sure. you can be like, mm -hmm. well, okay. Eh. You know, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it would be weird if that was real, mm -hmm. but. You know, if it's just, you know, it's just the one thing. But then when you start having, like, two, three, four, ten, fifteen <laughs> things, you know, mm -hmm. at that point, you're kind of like, well, 
there's probably something to this. Like, even for me, like, if it's a one thing, even I, of all people, am, like, quick to be like, okay, one thing. If some somebody could come up to me and say, hey, there's fucking purple people eaters or whatever. You know, I'm like, well, that seems pretty silly. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. But then, like, mm-hmm. if two, three people come along, hey, man, there's these purple people eaters. I've seen them. Like, what this dude's talking about, I saw them, too. I'm instinctively, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, two or three people have also come come, come forward. They're talking about these purple people eaters. Like, I'm immediately, like, willing to join their cause. I'm like, hey, we Dude, need, it's to get, the, we need to do it, something about Yeah, it's people the eaters. conspiracy version of David Tell's joke. And I don't remember the full joke, but I'll just lay out the last half where he's like, if you see a man sweating with his pants around his ankles running at full speed past you, you run you with follow that, that man. You run with that man. <laughs> I can tell you that joke. I know that joke because it's one there of my favorites. It's from his uh, Comedy Central Presents. He says mm-hmm. uh, he's talking about uh, a guy who got his pants pulled off by a bull when he's a bullfighter. He's a bullfighter. Right. He gets his pants yes, pulled yes, off, yes, and he yes. says he he jumps up and he's yelling, "Help! Oh, help! Oh!" I don't know what the Spanish right. is for for help. But he says he right. gets his pants off without promises of acting work or whatever. And he said, mm-hmm. he said, just with his horns. And he said, he goes running. He said, that's what fear looks like. You ever see a man running without any pants on? And you, you see him running by. You run with that man because there's some scary stuff coming the other way. Because um, <laughs> yeah, if he's running like that, there's some scary shit behind him. <laughs> well, that's a, that's I, I was a huge fan of Dave Attell when I was a younger oh, when I was man. young. And he was, he was if, a big inspiration of mine. So if you If anybody, I always, like people would ask me about, you know, stand up and stuff and they'd say oh well what are your if you were going to recommend kind of thing you know and i always said if you wanted to see some of the sharpest quickest wit and like really well written jokes meaning that here's the start of the joke and then bop 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 big punchline right it's jim gaffigan and david tell Mm -hmm. you watch it, it they're two different tonal styles you know, one is talking about like Jim Gaffigan jer- is honestly a very family-friendly guy. Yes, he doesn't even really swear. You know, and he's got like eight kids. He lives, you know, his wife and he and his wife basically control his career, all that. But if you look at the style of writing, it's premise with maybe a little twist of a wry smile joke part of it, setup, pop, 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 callback, bam dive whatever like and you, and you look at Adele Adele it's the same way it's just something ridiculous twist step blah 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 bam you know I mean that's really and it's every fucking it makes one joke see what people the, the beautiful part of it is you as the listener if you're not a comedy aficionado and you just listen you think he's telling you a story but it's really one idea that he just kept sticking little stupid shit in. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know? um, Daniel Tosh, and I don't want to like sit here mm-hmm. and like oh, sing yeah. his process or sing his praises. I think he's a very funny guy, but he's a oh, sure. very different comedian than like these mm-hmm. other guys that you just yep. mentioned. But like he'll run a joke until it's exhausted. Oh, he runs and, it into the ground. That's yeah. his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 you like come to appreciate if you're a fan of Daniel Tosh, you, you're a fan of that style of comedy. But yeah, yeah. Dave Attell 
I remember like something about him that I really liked was like the way he described something. If I really <laughs> and I'm not like analytical of comedy, I guess I am to some degree, but not like to the level that you guys are. Uh, and mm-hmm. I say you guys like in the most racist way possible, like you comedians, <laughs> right? You, know, you like, black rappers, most... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You black rappers. Uh, so we co- we pancake shaped concert goers. We you know we look at comedy i would watch stand-up comedy i as like a consumer right and i never had any intention of becoming a stand-up comic and i think you can recognize that based on those of you who have watched me for the last uh, what six years now or, or whatever since 2017 so what, three four 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 five years um those of you who have watched me since the beginning of the show you know that i am not a stand-up comedian but i can appreciate stand-up comedians and I was, in fact, I was watching, um, well, let me finish my point before I go on to that. Uh, Dave Attell, um, he has this thing where I would imagine something way more outlandish than what he was talking about. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until after that I realized that I went over and above, like I added to his joke. And I think that was something about Dave Attell that I really, I speak about him like he's dead. He's still very much around, I think. Um, yes. But he had this joke where he was talking about how, as a smoker, he's like, I like being a smoker because I know there are things that I'm not going to do tomorrow. I know <laughs> that I'm not going to go out rock climbing or canoeing or, you know, uh, Olympic swimming or whatever. He says, one time I had my hat blow off in a wind and I thought, I'll just buy another one. And I thought, <laughs> for whatever reason, I was imagining, like, this big sun hat or whatever, like, some big hilarious hat. When in <laughs> reality, rare, after you know. I thought back, I'm like, you know what? He could have just been talking about a ball cap. You know, it didn't necessarily have to be some big oh, yeah. hat. But the way that David Tell talks, you think, <laughs> like, because he's got this, he's got, he's very animated. He's almost it's like. always Chris, exasperated. Right, yeah. He's almost like Chris Farley does with physical comedy, but he does it with mm-hmm. stand-up comedy. Oh, no, go buy another one. Or whatever, you know, and he's just very, like, even if you listen to the um, Insomniac, uh, the mm-hmm. intro to that show, and you hear yeah. him singing, and he's making no effort to actually sing, like, you're still, <laughs> like, you can, you can appreciate it, right? So, but, like, um, forget what what i was going to talk about as far as comedy uh anyways it probably wasn't important but um travis scott let's talk about right. travis scott. <laughs> the comedy I do, of I, travis scott i do want to make sure that we get there i want people at home to know about the situation with um mm-hmm. uh you know, <laughs> barker is another one of my favorite comedians who who's very like He's got a, a way about... Oh, it was Mitch Hedberg was what I was going to talk about. I introduced oh, my kids yeah. to Mitch Hedberg the other day. And I was telling oh, cool. him, we were laughing so hard about the comment. Uh, my middle son, he is very difficult to impress. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know I've talked about him on the show before. But um, he's very difficult to impress. But I was telling a joke that Mitch Hedberg tells. And I said, oh, it was this famous comedian that I really liked growing up and that, like, I still think about daily. Not a day goes by, I don't think of a Mitch Hedberg joke. And I'm sure you're the same way. Like, something happens when you immediately think of Mitch Hedberg jokes. And there was Mm -hmm. a joke. He said, um, he said, oh, I was was looking at renting a house and it was, well, I got to, like, channel my inner Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah, you got to get, yeah. I I was looking at renting a house and 
it said that it was a four-bedroom house, but isn't that up to the renter to decide how many bedrooms it is? Like, <laughs> maybe this bedroom has a refrigerator in it, and maybe this bedroom <laughs> has a bunch of people sitting around watching TV, and maybe this bedroom is AKA a hallway, and maybe my neighbor's <laughs> house has a bedroom in it, and I'm like, that's one of my bedrooms. Hey, man, get out of my bedroom. <laughs> uh, you can stay there for now, but just know, you know, like, I was, Dude, I, I forget it's... what the joke led me into that, but that was, I, was, I had to like show my kids. I'm like, Mitch Hedberg was one of the funniest comedians when I was growing up. And he, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'll every day, like I said, I think I used to do, I, I even said something. I was like, oh man, my dog used to do something. He still does. But he used but he to used too. To, too. Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> I was just today. about to say that joke. It's that you know. I feel like that's his most infamous one where he goes, "I used to do drugs, I still, still do, do, but I, I used, used to, to too." <laughs> it was the escalator one. I think I told my kids about. I said, "I said, there's no such thing as a broken escalator, man. It's it just, just becomes stairs. It just becomes stairs. <laughs> Sorry for the convenience." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I told them so... we were at the we were at the zoo at one point and the escalators were broken. And then somebody was like, "Well, the escalators are broken." I was like, "Well, no, they just became stairs, man." Yeah. I mean, Sorry for the such... convenience. He's just such. It's like he he's a simple absurdist. Like, all right, here's an here's one last one I remember. The depressing thing about tennis is no matter how good I get at it, I'll never be as good as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> or what about what about it's, it's I think like, Pringles dude. is the kind of company I think Pringles started out as a potato company, but then or no was, Yeah, no, it started out as a tennis ball company. <laughs> oh right. I forget yeah, what the yeah. joke is, but he says he said, Oh, I think Pringles started out with the intention of doing this, or uh, yeah, being a, a, a tennis Pringles company. Pringles wanted to be a tennis company. But then all of a sudden, a bunch of potatoes showed up, and they said, "Fuck it, <laughs> chop them up, <laughs> put them in there, we'll pop them out." Yeah, and, and so like all of his jokes. That's the thing about his jokes is you don't have to like commit to a long joke, like Dane Cook, right? Or like um, yeah, yeah, fucking face that we talked about a minute ago. Uh, Daniel Tosh, who all very right. funny comedians, and obviously, I mean, they went on to do great things and become very famous, but like. You know, like Mitch Hedberg, you didn't have to commit to a special. You know, you could just turn right. on a Mitch Hedberg thing or like a CD mm -hmm. and you could be driving to work or whatever. You might have a, yeah. an hour long commute to work or you might have a 30 second commute to work. And either way, you got it a works. joke or you got, you got to finish the joke and you weren't like, you know, putting yourself out. But yeah, yeah, man, that yeah. dude, it broke my heart, man, when he died. Like, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. the kind of guy who, like, when a celebrity dies, I'm like, ah, you know, it's just another guy. You know, oh, yeah, it's sure. just whatever. I hope for his sake, and I hope for the sake of humanity or whatever, that he was a believer. I hope that he made mm. right with God mm. before he died. I hope there was more going on that we didn't know about, because I didn't have any influence in that guy's life or whatever. But... <laughs> I hope that he did. I hope that whatever he needed to do, he did before he died. But, you know, like, I, I when a celebrity dies, there are very few celebrities who die where I'm like, man, what a bummer. You know, because I can always yeah. go back and I can listen to Michael Jackson. I didn't care when Michael Jackson died. 
But you know, like mm-hmm. if a musician dies, you're like, oh well, that fucking sucks. You're like, well, right. his albums are still there. Like all the stuff that I like is still there. You know, <laughs> right. I could go back if Fred Durst died tomorrow, right? I could go back and I could listen to Significant Other. I could go back and listen to Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Uh, yeah, I could go back. <laughs> you know, if if Violent J were to die today, you know, um, <laughs> I could go back and listen to Wizard of the Hood, but. Uh, you know, with with Mitch Hedberg or whatever, I'm like, you know, I could any other celebrity, Robin Williams. I took it hard when Robin Williams died. I think it was because he reminded me a lot of my dad. Um, and when my dad died, I took it very, I took it, I, I ignored it to some degree, and later on had to deal with it. And so when Robin Williams died, I think I had to deal with it again, and it was almost like mm-hmm. dealing with my dad dying again. And so I think when Mitch Hedberg died, I took it a little harder than probably i certainly i do with other celebrities um you know amy winehouse died all of a sudden michael jackson died people take it very hard i'm like well you know their stuff is still available right (laughs) um right but so like mitch hedberg when he died i'm like man that's a that's a that's a bummer and somebody actually shared a picture and it was and it it made me cry i'll admit this it made me cry when i saw this picture i wish i had it if i would have known we were going to be talking about mitch hedberg i would have had it prepared but there was a picture of an escalator to heaven and it was Mitch Hedberg at the bottom and it said escalator out of order sorry for the convenience or, tempor- <laughs> or escalator nice. temporarily stairs sorry for the convenience and it was leading that's up into nice. heaven and it made me cry when i saw that and i thought wow that's a what a meaningful comic whoever drew it they did a good job because mm-hmm. it captured whatever i imagined they they wanted it to capture but i think sharing that with my kids was kind of a big deal for me when i was telling them about the whole um when i was able to share those jokes and say and i turned on mitch hedberg it was like the best of mitch hedberg or whatever and it was a great mm-hmm. joke being able to share that with my kids and seeing my middle son who who thought it was the funniest thing when he was laughing about hey man that's my room <laughs> you know, i'm over at my neighbor's house my neighbor's room my neighbor's house has one of my rooms in it Hey man, that's my room. Get out of my room. Um, you know, like seeing him laugh about that kind of brought me back to that moment. And it was pretty mm. cool. Pretty cool, man. So, uh, yeah. anyways, about Travis, Travis Scott. All right. right. <laughs> yes. Let's let's talk about this guy. Let's get this. You guys are all caught up on who Travis Scott is, what the situation in Houston was. Where are we at as far as how do we convince you? Because we're at this point where, and I think we can go a little bit over, because I know I, I definitely want to play our game that we have <laughs> set up for today, because I think it's very funny, and I have a really cool prize set up for you. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what, 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 what would you say, honestly, what convinced you that this was Travis Scott is a devil worshiping uh he sacrificed people to the devil what was your kind of like point where you realized well hey maybe there's some truth to this yeah so first not knowing if those were literal spirits walking <laughs> literally after they escaped the bodies of people they were pulling out of the crowd that messed with me real hard I like he because here's the thing I think it's possible that someone would miss that if they're kind of uh, aloof or maybe on drugs or something like that. But he's watching people die in front of him, or at least having very difficult time, you know, 
where they're being dragged out and like motionless you know just right but then he's standing on a speaker just being like (laughs) not just going hey y'all all all right i don't even give a fuck because you took my shoe like even something (laughs) stupid like nothing happened there it was like spirits death and in the middle a guy staring intently at the assembled masses and and, and by the way you could say oh also the devil worshipping kind of like the burning dove and all it's like yes but if the other stuff didn't happen and you said oh I went to a Slayer concert and they had like a burning dove and shit and it's like yeah I know they're like 50 and they think that's still hardcore and stuff like yeah I get it Um, (laughs) this guy had all this other shit that I'd be like, oh yeah, hipster cringe rap devil, boy, okay. And then instead, it's like, oh yeah, but while that was happening, he was just slow moaning die to people dying in front of them while what looked like aliens or souls were walking off to the off this mortal coil. And you just go, all right, I think I heard it. I think I'm in. Um, <laughs> and the other part is, he's like, to my knowledge, he is not addressed any of that in the sense like he apologized but i mean everybody apologized i mean well sure it's you know what i mean like everybody yeah yeah, that's not a thing i don't care about that some publicist wrote it up and he's just like you know everybody was bloody it was all about the blood i'm sorry (laughs) the blood (laughs) whatever Blood? Who's blood? You I'm gonna bleed? I'm gonna create that video bit so that somebody else one day can use this as part of their video. The blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the corner. <laughs> That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. <laughs> but yeah, it's that. Like, so great but it was such a it was the culmination but if nothing else the intent in his or the soullessness really yeah, yeah. of his as his eyes where he's just like Duh. you know if you watch his videos you could say well maybe he can't sing because of all the auto-tune fine yeah. however there's at least the effort you know what i mean <laughs> like they'll make it sound like he can and so it's not as though he's a guy who is normally a rapper and then just got way too fucked up and was like, <laughs> that's not the case. This is as if R. Kelly, you know, <laughs> this is as if R. Kelly got on stage and in the middle of people dying, just was like, <laughs> and as if mo- that wasn't enough leading mm-hmm. up to that event. Because this was an event that happened, like, early on in the show, right? Um, Yeah. It was still kind of like daylight. Mm -hmm. Leading up to that, we were already seeing that fear frequency, that... Right. Right? And, like, the people noticed it. It wasn't like... These are people who recorded the the little TikTok videos or the little Snapchat stories where they were talking about, hey, here's a video of, like, while they were playing this. It wasn't some fringe thing that right. happened because if you've ever tried to capture something on camera and we talk about uh, like people talk about this a lot about paranormal stuff like all of a sudden mm-hmm. you see a bigfoot out in the woods it's hard to like get your phone out get it to camera get it to 
frame it right, get it to video or whatever. Yep. Like just because you have a phone on you that has a camera on it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy for you to get into real quick. Um, no, it's amazing. They make you think with these iPhones that they show it as if you're filming whole movies on them, and somehow I can't take a nice picture of a fucking tree with snow on it. It's right. like it's that's right. a, unless it's right up against your face. Like if it's arm's length, you've got it. It's right there. You took your time. You could do it. Try to see it, the dog shitting on your neighbor's lawn over there. You can't. It's blurry. It's upside down. And yeah, it takes it's too long ridiculous. for you to get there, too. Remember that video that I showed you the other day about the erratic bird behavior? Like, I oh, wish yeah. I would have... Yeah. If I would have had time to, like... I As soon as, like, the crazy stuff started, you know, mm -hmm. I was already reaching for my phone. And then it, it I had to wait a great deal of time for, for the crazy shit that you saw or whatever. You know, like, so this paranormal stuff that happens, you would have to always be walking around with your phone ready to Just capture out recording <laughs> yeah. these dudes they were able to capture these snap videos or these tiktok videos or whatever like they were able to pull their phones out boot them up get an app open get it to a position where they could start recording start recording and capture what we saw with mm -hmm. what they had there or you know like what you guys saw in the video they were able to, you were able to see that so it's not something that happened and was just like kind of a fringe weird thing that happened this was something yeah that like it was a weird on. breakdown in a in a yeah you like in, if you were to say to me like oh here's this hipster rapper who you know at one point in a song for 10 seconds does a nauseating something you go oh whatever yeah right, right but right. you know because i've heard like oh you know from south park's the brown note to you know there's all different kinds of jam bands that really st stretch uh you know like if you ever just listen to the mars volta you're like some of that shit you're like, oh my fucking god right so i could understand it but it wasn't it was like no here's this prolonged amount of <laughs> abuse we were to your senses you know <laughs> we were able to act in the video that we were doing like we were able to go mm -hmm. womp, womp, womp. this is something that we had developed we had understood the pattern mm -hmm. that it was doing or whatever we were able to replicate that flawlessly in the video that we were doing you know that's right. the weird thing about this and you know i might be quick to dismiss it if someone was like well that's something but once you start to think about it and that more, you know, people want to talk shit about, oh, well, once you think about it logically, this, this, and whatever. But mm -hmm. when you're like a conspiracy theorist, like we are, um, certainly like I am, <laughs> I consider myself way further out there than you are, way, certainly further out there than some of our audience or whatever. You know, like I, I, I think like when I get to the point where I'm like, well, let me try to justify this and I still can't. <laughs> Right. You know, like, there's mm -hmm. something to that. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mike in Manitoba says six hertz and everyone craps themselves. So now I do want to share something. Uh, somebody who was actually there, uh, they mm -hmm. shared an account about it. Uh, let me read <laughs> their, their <laughs> quote. This is from a Reddit account called uh, No Scope Cum Shots. Uh, 11 <laughs> days ago, he shared... Um, uh, the subreddit conspiracy this is an exact quote last night eight people died during a Travis Scott set at eight Astro World. this is I'm sorry this is more than 11 days ago this is when I typed this up 
it was 11 days ago. It was, it's actually probably been more like 20 some days, however long ago it was. Uh, mm-hmm. There are multiple videos of the Travis Scott and the event staff ignoring people's pleas to stop the show and save unconscious victims. What happened last night is nothing new or out of the ordinary. When I saw Travis four years ago at Bonnaroo, I witnessed young girls in their early teens get trampled by fans going berserk. People were snorting bumps of coke and molly with zero regard for their own safety and safety of others. Obviously, my spiritual interpretation is up for debate, but the harsh truth is that Travis Scott's brand is one that represents rage and I don't give a fuck mentality. Such a mentality will inevitably lead to people getting hurt. Shit is demonic. Rest in peace to the eight for real, for real. Now, Mm. I went ahead and I found that guy's post from four years ago because he had been to the uh, Travis Scott, like he had mentioned in the post, four years prior. He had talked Mm -hmm. about it then. The Snowscope Cum Shots again. But he was posting in Bonnaroo. Because um, he posted twice. He posted once in Bonnaroo and once in R. Travis Scott. And you can actually find this guy's... I'm going to level <laughs> with you. <laughs> this guy's name is not R. Or is not username uh, no scope cum shots. That was his name. His real name is Rosales11. Uh, but anyways, he said, I was in the pit tripping absolute nutsack watching Travis Scott. Now this is his exact quote, mind you. Uh, I was in the pit tripping absolute nutsack watching Travis Scott and truly believing Travis Scott is a demon sent from hell. I can't describe the evil and darkness that possessed him. I firsthand witnessed his evil spirits pass as many of the fans at the concert. I luckily got out of the got out before the darkness consumed me. I highly suggest avoiding his concerts in the future. He didn't listen to his own advice because four years later he was at uh, Astro World. But Right. He also posted in R. Travis Scott. Yesterday at Bonnaroo, I was tripping heavy at Travis's set. I was at the most, I was, it was the most intense experience of my life. During the show, Travis used dark magic to possess the crowd and make them go insane. I saw kids huh. going nuts doing absolute fucked up shit. Luckily, I escaped the crowd before I became consumed by his darkness. I ran back to my tent and prayed for two hours straight. Please, please be careful. I sense some serious dark shit, man. Uh, (laughs) Here's another individual, um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, That Sistafista, his real name, (laughs) I don't remember what it is. I didn't write down his real name. Uh, This video has some major vibes to it, along with the comments. Belong before. <laughs> so these are real quotes, mind you. I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean. So these quotes are real <laughs> quotes from real users on Reddit. Uh, mm-hmm. But the the names were done up by Jerry, who came up with uh, Reddit <laughs> usernames. Um, Pretty so that, good. That Sistafista, I had to use them because they were funny. No scope come <laughs> shots. And that Sistafista. This video has some major vibes to it, along with the comments. Before this, someone had told him that people were getting trampled and injured, and he had said, quote, who asked to stop the concert, end quote. And people were getting pissed off. Then Travis Scott proceeds to get on the lifted stage and continues singing. But the look in his eyes is what concerns me. It's very strange that he is still singing when it happens. And this is the... 
type of yeah, weird stuff that see. you saw in the, when people were getting hoisted out. Mm-hmm. Now, here's um, here's an individual <laughs> who prepared a very... And I, I took all of his pictures, and I'm going to share them with you here as we talk. Um, let me see here. Uh, boy, oh boy. I think I, I got them in this actual order. Um, so this is M16 Pregnant. M16 and pregnant. <laughs> Let me start off by saying I am not religious. This means this is, again, this is the, the day after the whole situation at Astroworld. This means I do not believe in God or Satan, but throughout the period of my life, I was heavily invested in learning about religion and the occult from a tertiary perspective. I read up on the cults of Horus, Luciferianism, and Satanism, to name a few. I have read all three holy books of the major Abrahamic religions. Of course, that would be the, the Holy Bible, um, to include the New Testament, the Old Testament, and the Holy Quran. This seems like some sort of sacrifice. Sounds crazy, I know. I don't believe in this shit, but if someone who does believe in it feels that they need to sacrifice lives to their God, it does not seem too far-fetched. So here's the... Um, Here's the picture of Astro World, the entrance to Astro World. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. Exhibit A, a mouth of hell, referenced. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so this is the actual uh, picture of Astro Astro World in Houston. Now here's a picture of uh, a mouth of hell referenced in Dante Alighieri's Divine Comedy, which I'm a big fan right. of. I encourage anybody to read uh, Dante Alighieri's Inferno. Uh, better known as Dante's Inferno, is a form of symbolism that stands as imagery for the gates of hell itself. Now, many Christian artists have used occult imagery as esoteric references in the past. Does that make you a believer in the occult? So we can let this one slide. Um, now, the video... Um, remember the video that I that we shared um, of, the, of the bodies that we kind of talked about as it finished? You know, the bodies yes. walking or whatever right that's what this yep. individual is talking about this is taken from yesterday at the event at some point during the show souls ascending in limbo shadow imagery sorting uh showing this sort of movement from a silhouette and most commonly associated with limbo um the middle ground between heaven and hell and i can describe this more in depth to anybody who's interested i won't go into it too deep right now uh the middle ground between heaven and hell where souls are left to aimlessly wander Limbo is not deeply referenced in the three major holy scriptures and is most commonly spoken about in occult mythos or Catholicism. Uh, again, could just be cool visuals and uh, reference as something entirely different. Uh, let me see, pick live in the mountain. Um, here's the image that this individual wanted to talk about. Exhibit C, now this is where it gets unusual. The image was quite esoteric, but it is so blatantly obviously connected to the occult that I don't understand how he thought this was okay as imagery. The two hands with eyes, uh, the, that imagery exists in two, two places. One is in, a, uh, is in a movie, and the character is literally a play on greed and the sacrifice of children to obtain riches. Yeah, that was in uh, Hellboy, or um, uh, what was the other one? Damn it, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth. 
Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I got it right here. Um, now let's move to uh, let's move the amount of hands to the reference and say maybe it was an eye in the hand. Well, guess what? That's even fucking worse. Uh, now this is <laughs> this kind of gets into like an a left hand path. Like if you're ever a little bit curious, and I I wouldn't recommend it to any just any old body, but you know there are certain people among us that I would trust that their faith is strong enough to kind of dig into this. And I would recommend perhaps, uh, like Mike in Manitoba, I know his faith is probably strong enough uh, to deal with this sort of stuff. But like when you start looking into the left-hand path and you start thinking about, um, you start looking into the, the magic arts and people who use the demonic to achieve mm. magic. Because I hate to tell you, there's like, you know, there's like this whole joke about Dave Chappelle. I know we talked about him earlier, but Dave Chappelle, he talks about how it was a magic bullet that hit uh, JFK's head or whatever. Yes, we've known that magic is real. It's been real. We've known it for 2,000 years. Magic is real. There is magic. There, you can't deny that magic is real. People mm. use it by summoning demons. They utilize demonic energy. It's called, if you look into it, it's called the left-hand path. Now, you mm. can start looking into, there are certain subreddits about it, people talking about uh, the left-hand path is when you start using kind of like black magic sort of stuff like that but there are people who legitimately use it and if you don't think that magic is real I talked about this with my youngest son he's the sweetest boy you'll ever meet and he's so innocent and i love him for his innocence but he knows more about the occult than i do <laughs> because he watches like he has been with me since he was since birth is when i retired from the army he was about one year old so he and I have been tight ever since. And he watches all these paranormal ghost shows with me. If you ask him about certain paranormal topics, he will know more than I do. If I, the other day we were talking about witches and I said something about the witch of the wood when we were out hunting because we heard like a laughing. It wasn't, it sounded almost like gobbling, but it wasn't gobbling. Mm -hmm. like I know what gobbling sounds like, but it sure. sounded like laughing. And I referred to it as the witch of the wood. And when we got home, because he was terrified, both my my sons who went out oh, boy. at the time, they were terrified because they were like, well, that, okay, well, that wasn't a turkey. We know what a turkey sounds like. Right. Uh, but right. it was whatever. Even I was like, we should probably go. I know you guys kind of want to chill out or whatever while the sun goes down, but that was not a turkey. I don't know what it was. But so I referred <laughs> to it as the Witch of the Wood. And he said, I already know that it's not the Witch of the Wood because witches aren't real. It's like he's very matter of fact in the things that he says, and I had to explain mm -hmm. to him that no, no, witches are real, and it like mm -hmm. it shattered his world view, right? Oh, poor kid. So I know I feel I feel terrible about it, but there are witches. If you don't believe in magic, magic is real. Magic is it's, it's existed for as long as we've existed in the Bible. If you believe in the Bible, you have to believe in magic. You have to believe in me mediums. You have to believe in witches. You have to believe in all that stuff because it's very explicitly written about even god said that the sorcerers shall be killed among the tribes of israelite so israelite so i do remember that yes let it be known that if you do not believe in magic and you are a christian you need to brush up on your christianity uh but anyways so the all-seeing eye uh right here we can see it in the all-seeing eye of alchemy uh, the all-seeing mm -hmm. eye is already an occult symbolism, but instead, inside of the hand of symbolism that is incredibly eerie, or I'm sorry, but inside of a hand is symbolism that is incredibly eerie. 
It stands as a symbol of alchemical apothesis. I, I don't speak as well as this guy did, apparently. Where through <laughs> some sort of formula and ritual, man ascends into godhood. And it's very and it's a very grim symbol of the occult. Uh, mm. And then here, just to kind of bring us back to a level of hilarity, um, <laughs> to show you the Bat Boy. No, uh, Travis Scott's new projects are respectfully named Dystopia and Utopia, and he has been constantly referring, uh, referencing this. There may, there must first be a dystopia before Utopia narrative mm -hmm. in an artistic expression, but it could be more grim. Things like uh, when the end arrives, it's really the beginning, and who knows what lies beneath the surface, that sort of stuff. So well, you know, if I could just add ahead, to that please, real quick, please, please do. for those who know anything about, or like may have feelings about Amazon, the, the company, the there was a show just before COVID, and then I think they released it during the beginning, and it was called Utopia, I think. And you know what? You told me about this, so I can kind of like tune out for a minute. I can yeah, yeah. Smoke, I can go smoke a cigarette on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to be that long, but no, the point. Know. Yeah, but the so the point is that the show was based on the idea that this comic book the sacred underground comic book that was very uh, rare and, and not not well spread and all that one was called Dystopia and then one was called Utopia and th there were all these hidden messages within the book about what was going to happen to people in real life and you know sort of end time type stuff almost and it turned out to be accurate and not just a conspiracy theory and the the John Cusack kind of plays like a Bill Gates type character who is creating a uh, fake virus to then give you a vaccine of you know vaccine or serum that will sterilize a good two-thirds of the population so that way we can slowly die off enough that we could save the planet or whatever. Um, and that's, so to also hear that here's this rapper who was founded by Drake, who has the Disney ties or whatever, you know, all this other stuff. It, it just kind of is funny to me that he's also plugging this dystopia, utopia, you know, sort of double album idea or whatever it is uh, at the same time as literally, literally the show was accurate enough to describe what was happening with COVID that they had to have apologetic but firm warnings at the beginning of the episodes on Amazon Prime saying, this is a work of fiction. This has nothing to do with what's happening right now. Like It was the most like 1984 shit. You, just kept, you know what, what I, found, I saw recently that I found really interesting and worth mentioning was I was watching, I wasn't personally watching it. I was, and here's something mm -hmm. for you married guys. I know you, you felt this sting before. Um, <laughs> Metabot, I know I'm looking at you right now, but my wife loves Grey's Anatomy. Okay, mm. and I have watched enough Grey's Anatomy that I kind of have an idea of some of the characters, but mm -hmm. I haven't watched enough to where I've developed an emotional attachment. I think that's the um, the distance that you need to keep from 
these various <laughs> characters so that you don't end up so that you never have to worry about like oh well I actually watched that show like for me here's a show that I would be normally embarrassed to admit that I watch One Tree Hill I enjoy One okay. Tree Hill because my wife and I would watch it together it became our thing Dexter has also become our thing so like I think they cancel mm-hmm. one another out and obviously <laughs> Dexter is huge right now because Dexter it's back and if you haven't been watching Dexter, right. it's so cool because, and I love this because uh, Clancy Brown, one of my favorite actors, um, very like you've seen him before, but you probably if you if you're not like like hip to or interested in keeping up with actors or whatever, uh, you probably don't know who he is. He's the guy who plays the voice. He does the voice of SpongeBob's, uh, or I'm sorry, of of of, of Mr. Krabs. Okay, uh, SpongeBob mm-hmm. boy, right? Uh, he does mm-hmm. the voice. Uh, he does the voice of Mr. Krabs. He was also, if you didn't know this, and this will blow your mind, and I'm I'm glad I get to be this guy who gets to tell you this. If you've ever watched Shawshank Redemption, he was the prison, the captain of the prison guards, who's like, if I owe so much as here a more a mouse farting here. I'm gonna come in here and fucking Shanghai every last one of you. Or beat the shit out of every last one of you. He's the one who beats the shit out of everybody. Who's like the worst, most intolerable prison guard ever. Like terrifying, horrible guy. Like you just hate him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, Hadley, Captain Hadley, prison guard or captain of the prison guards. But anyways, that's Mr. Krabs. It's the same guy who does the voice of both. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Yep. Now you know he's in a lot of really cool movies. I mean, he was in uh, Pet Cemetery Two. He was in um, he was in a movie recently called Hellbenders, where they're mm-hmm. a bunch of guys who it's on. I forget which which maybe it's on HBO Max, but there are a bunch of like priests or clergymen who mm-hmm. specifically break every single mortal sin so that they can go and perform exorcisms and if things go south they can grab a hold of the demon and bring the demon to hell with them and they end up sacrificing themselves for eternity to bring a demon to hell with them very cool movie not at all accurate to scripture but (laughs) very cool movie um, you know, in the like the you know, it's got the same guy from Boondock Saints too. Which, by the way, there's a Boondock Saints three coming out. If you didn't know, look into it. Um, but Clancy Brown, he's in the new season of Dexter. Very cool mm. character. Um, you know, you love him just because like we grew up. I know those like most of us grew up with Clancy Brown. You know, we were young when right. you know we were coming of age as Shawshank Redemption was coming out. So we knew mm-hmm. Captain of the Guards Hadley. Uh, you know, and then we grew up with Mr. Krabs, and he was the voice of Mr. Krabs. But he's this character on Dexter, the new season. And so I joke whenever we, whenever he became a, a character on that season, or on like that, that, the new season of Dexter, I, I always tell my wife, I'm like, oh, Dexter, me boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and I do these, I do all these uh, Mr. Krabs jokes. Um, right (laughs) it's so funny because you think of like the dichotomy between Captain Hadley and uh, Mr. Krabs or whatever and you're like wow he's like he's been kind of like a father figure and you didn't realize it you didn't realize that Clancy Brown has been your father figure this whole time Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah man like um, I have no idea where I was going with all that Captain (laughs) Captain Hadley where were 
are we going with that, doggone it? Uh, I am ready for... Um, <laughs> I do want to touch on... Here are some of the other names that... Uh, um, Jerry oh, that I provided. Me. Yeah, yeah. I asked him for some <laughs> fake names for the characters. Um, oh yeah, he's in Starship Troopers too. Uh, Efren Flores mentioned mm-hmm. that he's in Starship Troopers. Behold, here's where. Uh, what, what is it? He says something like along the lines of, um, "If we disable their hands, we don't have to worry about them hitting the button." Or oh, what is it? Uh, yeah, Ace fucking what's his fucking name? Um, uh, big teeth guy. What's the uh, what's the big teeth guy's name? You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, uh, Gary. Gary Busey. What's his son? Yeah, Gary his Busey's son. son. Yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah. Busey, right? Yeah, his name is Jerry Busey, isn't it? You know, I don't remember. Could be. Anyways, he, yeah, he's he's like, why are we dealing with these knives if all we have to do is Jake. you know push a button? Jake. Jake Busey. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if all we gotta do is push a button, he's got his hand right up on the wall, and he's like, <laughs> he says, throw me the knife. And he takes the knife and, whoosh, and throws it, and uh, Zed, I think is his name, Sergeant Zed, or Sergeant, Sergeant Zim. Zim, Zim, Sergeant Zim. I read the book, which, by the way, um, provides a little bit more information on Sergeant Zim, if you were curious. But he says, he, t- he says, give me the knife, and he takes the throwing knife, hurls it, and it fucking hooks into Ace's hand, and he says... We don't have to worry about them pushing a button if we disable their hand. Yeah, so that's um, that's that's Clancy Brown. So uh, here are the other names that Jerry gave me, by the way. Clit, <laughs> Clit Yeastwood was one. And introducing myself. These are the other names. These are the other names that he gave me. I picked the best ones, I think. M16 and Pregnant, I thought was pretty good. I think uh, that's pretty great. No, that was a guaranteed one was going to make it. And no scope cum shot was so offensive. <laughs> it had to go. And that Sista Fista had to go. But but Clint Eastwood and introducing myself are both honorable mentions. So, I was gonna, with that. I have to like, with the introducing yourself, it's so, it sounds offensive, but technically it's not. And it's also a, <laughs> it's also a pun. And it, I just, I mean, it I don't know about you. It was all around. It worked. That's why I yeah. had to mention it. Otherwise, I would have probably just not mentioned it at all. Right. <laughs> I had to, though. But, Sucker okay, for puns so, over here. So, I, and I love a good joke. I hate to let a good joke go to waste. One of my things that I had to deal with in my... Uh, uh, I had to do a sermon class, delivering sermons. I don't ever intend to deliver a sermon ever in my life. But I had to take a class on how to deliver a sermon. And one of them... One of the things that I did learn from that class about delivering a sermon was there are times where you're going to have to throw away really good theology. You're going to have to throw away some really good points because they don't belong to whatever you're trying to, to, to describe. And mm-hmm. these jokes, I think the same applies to jokes, right? You know, like yeah. there are some times you're going to have to throw away jokes. I don't think that's the case. I think... And I included, and to some degree, I, I did get docked some points because I included some stuff in my sermon that didn't necessarily belong because I refused to throw them away. Likewise, I refused to throw away a good joke. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's why I had to include here as the honorable mentions, Clint Yeastwood <laughs> and introducing myself. But here's what a lot of you have been waiting for. Really cool, and and I gotta I gotta give credit again to Efren Flores. He's he he actually mentioned Jake, uh, Jake Busey when I was trying to come up with the name. I said Jerry Busey, but it was not. It was Jake Busey. He is he's in the chat. He's delivering some good information. 
people who are listening who aren't able to visual like visually join us who aren't here live are probably like what the fuck is this guy prattling on about but whatever <laughs> i have to make sure that i address almost everything that comes across in the chat uh, but a lot of you guys have been waiting for this. This is an opportunity where we're actually going to play the game for the week since we talked a little bit about um, Travis Scott. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a game that we developed for this week. Jerry does not know the answers. And I was like, <laughs> last week we were joking about this before the show. I did kind of like let Jerry know a little bit last week in the mm -hmm. middle of the show that, you know, I kind of like gave him a clue or whatever in the middle of the episode. Yeah, there are no clues now. There None. are no clues this episode. None. So And so the prize is huge. So what we're going to play is we're going to play a game called who wants to get trampled at Astro World 2021? <laughs> and it's a game where there are three questions. There's only three questions. A very easy game, very short game. Um, okay. It's going to be basic Travis Scott trivia. Um, <laughs> and I know I told you it was going to be mostly lyric based. That's yes. not true. Only one of the <gasps> questions is lyric based. <laughs> so all the time Dude. that you spent. Uh, studying the lyrics of Travis Scott. I was researching. I was listening to his songs. <laughs> I even watched one of those top ten list compilation videos that people like shitty companies will make. You know where they have like a like a very airy light girl voiceover who goes, "Thanks for listening to Yovo. Here are your top ten Travis. <laughs> you know whatever. And then they'll go over the. <laughs> this is when. Travis Scott, who was friends with Drake, and he blah 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 blah, and I'm watching this like my my brain is melting. <laughs> so like, and I'm like, all right, well, but this is you know I got to prepare for this quiz. <laughs> and only one of the questions and is going to one. be about lyrics. So, anyways, who wants to get trampled? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me do my Regis Philbin voice. All right, welcome to Who Wants to Get Trampled at at As uh, Astro World 2021 uh, Travis Scott edition. Uh, are you ready, Mr. Uh, Jerry? Are you ready for your first question? Yes. Born <laughs> ready. Un un that was uh, terribly like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. So uh, I, I was I was an anticlimactic gunshot or what, what, no scope no, no scope, scope. no come 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 no sh no scope what, what is it called doggone it I wish I remembered no scope come shot yeah no scope come so, shot. so your first question I'm gonna give you uh, actually let me let me remove this again so that you can't so you can't think about it uh, I'm gonna what I, this first question is going to be fill in the blank okay. Okay. Um, it is going to be a lyric question, so uh, all the <laughs> studying that you did is, is not going to be in vain. Okay, this first question, I'm going to read to you a lyric, a Travis Scott lyric. Okay, mm -hmm. and you have to fill in the blanks. Uh, <laughs> now it's a tough question, I'll admit, because uh, even lengthy. I. Even if I didn't have the answer, if I didn't have the answer in front of me, I wouldn't be able to guess it. Um, and I prepared the question, okay? Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
but what it's going to be, it's going to be a lyric, uh, you know, four lines of a lyric, and you have to do your best to fill in the blanks with the, and I'm going to give you the words, okay? I'm going to give you the okay. words to fill in the blanks, but mm -hmm. you just have to get at least one of them right. Okay. At least I, don't, I don't think okay. that you will. And I know that if you know the some of the lyrics, I know that you know that this is still going to be a challenge. But to give you yep. some context, I'm going to read you the the lyrics that precede it. Okay? Because okay. I don't want to leave you like high and dry. I don't want to just sure. all of a sudden dump it on. Get me in the frame of mind, you know. Sure. I want to make sure that you're prepared. Um, mm -hmm. I want you to win. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to win this cassette disc of DMX Icon uh, Def Jam oh. Records brand newish dude he just died he did just die I Taken need that yes, this is, DMX. comes with in case you. you're curious mm -hmm. it comes with songs such as Party Up Rough Riders Anthem what these bitches oh, want with the hood with the hood with the hood at How's it going mm -hmm. down? Slipping. What's my name? Get ahead of me, dog. <sighs> Who we be? Dude. We right here and stop being greedy. These songs I have to, include on. Dude, I have to tell you, between the fact that he's a classic artist of our generation, as well as his recently deceased, you want to be able to own a piece of that history. On top of it, he had a great acting role mm. in a Chris Rock movie. Um, it was more of like a, a sort of a, if we were to say like a lame white person indie movie, Chris Rock movie. Um, oh man, DMX movie. Let me see. I recall he was in a movie called um, with Tom Arnold, mm -hmm. right? With uh, the Seagal fella, Stephen oh, Seagal, Stephen, Stephen Seagal. <laughs> he was mm -hmm. in a film called Let It Go, right? It was called No. What was it called? What was Doug on it? Uh, it was a movie that I like. I like mm -hmm. those movies because there were like two back to back, and it was an Eminem song um, where he's digging a grave. He says. Mm -hmm. um, don't don't tell me. I'm gonna figure it out. Um, go to Top sleep. five. Go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> die, motherfucker, die. That's what the song. And, and and DMX is on it, and also another black rapper who 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 would pal around with Eminem was on it. Mm -hmm. um, go to sleep was the name of the song. Mm -hmm. Oh, it wasn't. There was a movie i'm gonna walk let me let me do what i do in my mind i'm gonna do it verbally and i want you to enjoy my thought process my drunken th thought process <laughs> as i recall this movie and eventually i'm gonna come up with it but anthony anderson was in it and i remember he pulls the the the, the grill off of the front of the truck a steven seagal's truck because he's handcuffed <laughs> to it and I remember DMX picks a guy up and he hits his head into the sprinkler system and he goes, Motherfucker! <laughs> he hits his head on the sprinkler system. And Fantastic. 
I, I remember there was cocaine sprayed everywhere all over on everybody I remember there's mm-hmm. a blue screen it's not the Jet Li movie because there's a Jet Li and DMX movie that came out yeah that one's Cradles to the Grave something else That's you're talking about Exit Wounds you weren't supposed to spoil it I was getting there Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were actually struggling. I, <laughs> no, I was bad. getting there. I was working oh, my I'm way sorry. through. I thought you Exit were actually movies. struggling. No, great movie. Oh. I own it. Here's the thing. Sorry. You know what the great thing is about me having memory problems and then also compounding it with drinking? You know, <laughs> is like I really forget things, and I'm like, man, I really like that movie, Exit Wounds. I really like that movie. I do need to watch it again. But yeah, no. Um. I apologize. I no, really good, that was good. actually forgiven. Yeah, you're all but forgiven. I will also just for you. The movie was called Top Five that I was talking about, and he literally has a spot in where he's in prison, and Chris Rock ends up in prison, and he's playing DMX. You know, he's not playing someone else, and so Chris Rock just goes, "Dude, X, why are you in here?" <laughs> and DMX just goes, "Really." Why am I in here? I'm X, man. I live in this motherfucker. You know what? You know what DMX said when he was asked about being in prison? I, I remember an interview that I saw of him. He goes, motherfuckers hitting motherfuckers with laptops and shit. It was like the only quote I remember from DMX when he was like, talked when he was talking about his time in prison. He goes, motherfuckers hitting motherfuckers with laptops and shit. Uh, anyways. Dude. Here's the question. I'm gonna, okay. you know, you, let's get you in the frame of mind that you need to be in. Yeah, um, let's get back to it. To preface, I don't even know how we got on that topic. That's what I love about the show. Is like sometimes we'll be like so far gone that I will mm-hmm. I have no idea how we got there. Uh, to preface the quote, what I'll do is I'll read the I'll read the quote, and then okay. I'll give you the quote with the blanks in it, and you have to fill it in. Uh, okay. Here's the here's the lyrics preceding. This type of shit happens every day. All them, I'm under mourn for people pawn stay. But none of them have the guts to pull out and spray. None of them have the guts to pull out and spray. Now, here's the actual lyric that I need you to focus on. (laughs) I I hope that provided some kind of understanding. I got diamonds. I got diamonds on my blank. Serve it to my blank. Yeah, Mm. that's my blank. To my blank. Pray to Lord on my blank. She be blank. Yeah, that's my blank. (laughs) Now your choices. I needed you to fill any of these blanks. Okay. I don't okay. care which one. Just let me know. It's either A. Can I try? Can I just try? Well, hold on. And you on, just tell me on. if I swing and miss. Let me. No, I would rather you actually like legitimately give a genuine effort. Try for a legitimate. Okay. <laughs> now your choices are A. Shada. Mm-hmm. B. Proper. C. Flaka. Okay. Or D. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> They're in the reverse, but I could. That's fine. That's fine. A and C, you missed. They're switched on screen, but I got it. 
That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you got it under. You, you I got totally it got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Flaka, proper, Shada, or Blaka. Those are All your right. choices. <laughs> I need it, you to. I just... think I have it. Okay, dude. I think I have it. I well, at least one answer since you wanted me to get one right. I'm gonna tell you that one, and if you want, we could try other ones. Okay. I think serve it to my flocka. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> How do you know that one of all? <laughs> Did I accidentally say that one? Was I right? You are correct. Uh, serve it to my no, flocka. dude. Flocka, yeah. Look, you have to get out of the mindset of it sounding retarded, which it does. <laughs> if you think like, all right, I got diamonds on my, and I'm assuming that's probably blocka, and then it, you serve it to your flock. I want He's you to swing. I want you to swing and miss. Let me hear what you've got. If you had to. <laughs> Let me, because you're doing pretty good. I'll give you, okay. I'll give you a hint. You are mm -hmm. correct thus far. Uh, I got Ooh. diamonds on my blocka. Mm -hmm. Serve it to my flocka. Flocka. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have nailed that. Okay. What have you got for? Yeah, that's my. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's my shada, to my flocka. Pray to Lord on my proper. Oh no! Dang. Uh, no, I'll, I'll give you that. Go ahead and try that one again, because I see what to, you happen there. Yeah, pray to Lord on my shada. She be proper. Yeah, that's my flocka. You know what? I'm gonna. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm gonna just end there. <laughs> okay. I. You know what? Um, I'm gonna give you that one, and I'll tell you why. Uh, let me take it back to the actual answer. This is what you said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I got diamonds on my blocka. Serve mm -hmm. it to my flocka. Yeah, that's my. And what'd you say there? Uh, Shada? I think you said Shada, yeah. Yeah, I think I said Shada. To yep. my Flocka. Pray <laughs> to Lord on my Shada, she be proper. Yeah, that's my Flocka. The mm -hmm. correct answer. You were right, except for instead of, uh, yeah, that's my shot. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's my flocka. So the actual <laughs> lyrics are, I got diamonds on my blocka, serve it to my flocka. Yeah, that's my mm -hmm. flocka to my flocka. Pray to the Lord. <laughs> 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 you can't do that. You did great. You did great, Jerry. You Dude, did way did better it. than this I thought. Pretty... You did way better than I thought. I <laughs> I don't know how I rationalized it. You did great, though. I'm very proud. You know what of I mean? Because I thought, as I was preparing this question, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> 
<laughs> impossible to get that because it's so absurd. Like, mm -hmm. it, okay, I need everybody to put on their their normal person thinking cap right now and, <laughs> and just imagine these lyrics and tell me if these make sense I got diamonds on my blocka serve it to my flocka yeah that's my flocka to my flocka pray to lord on my shala she be proper yeah that's my flocka like that doesn't make sense like if you've got like any like if you're I don't know <laughs> there was no way I thought you would get that the whole point of that was to for you not to get it but you got right. it, so I'm proud. And I of got you. it. I, you're one Thank step you. closer to getting <laughs> brand new. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure that the CD was actually in there. It is, in fact, in there. So oh, fantastic! That's good news. All right, that's so wonderful. I know I told you that it was fill in the blank. So I'm glad. Uh, you know, like I feel a little guilty that I told you that it was going to be, you know, <laughs> fill in the blank because you knew it. You were able to beat my thing. But I'm glad that I mm -hmm. threw a little bit of a curveball here because this next part is probably going to throw you up, throw you off a little bit. Okay. Um, and uh, this next part is true or false. This is a Travis Scott lyric. Now, I need you to listen very carefully. True. Is this in fact, now it's going to be four lines, four short lines. But I need you to like pay attention to whether or not this sounds like it's something that Travis Scott would say. <laughs> um, just tell me okay. true or false. Okay. You don't have All to right. tell me what's uh, like if you happen to hear something that you feel is not correct or mm -hmm. is is whatever. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell me what it is. You just have to tell me true or false. Is this okay. in fact a Travis Scott lyric, or is this not a Travis Scott lyric? Got it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Fuck shit up at the club, shit tucked. We be floating front to back, back to back, Bentley truck. Beat, beat, Bentley truck, city stuck, stuck, stuck. City up, up, back to back, fold up, fold up, fold up. Mm -hmm. Trust. Do you need me to repeat it? <laughs> um, no, I know Corinthians. I... I've, I've read this before. I've read through this before. <laughs> I, Fuck shit yeah. up at the club, right. shit tucked. We be floating back, front to back, back to back, Bentley truck. Beep beep, Bentley truck, city stuck, stuck stuck. City up, up, back to back fold up fold up fold up trust I'm gonna go with false okay is that your final answer it's my final answer you are correct the actual yes. lyrics are is that DMX? <laughs> Fuck shit up at the club, shit tucked. We be floating front to back, back to back, mm -hmm. Bentley truck. Back up, it's not beep beep. <laughs> I changed. That was the lyric I changed. It was beep beep, mm -hmm. Bentley truck. It's actually back up, Bentley truck. Mm -hmm. 
But like, would you have noticed? Like, if you if you weren't like a reasonable human being, would you have been able to like assume? I would have. On, I, let me tell you, I did not question its validity because of its content. I questioned its validity because I thought it sounded like another rap song. Not, not that beep beep wasn't a thing. <laughs> you thought that beep beep was part of the actual. Lyrics. Right, I thought beep beep was part of it, just a different artist. That's all I thought. <laughs> I thought you were literally trying to tell me something just as absurd, thinking I would take the bait that it was who the absurd person we're talking about. Man, you're a way <laughs> better at this game than I thought you would. I should have, you know what, and I, that's not giving you enough credit. I thought I was being tricky enough. Because, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, who would have guessed in a world, like, that of all the things about that Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, motherfucker. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, Bentley truck. <laughs> it sounds just as reasonable about as, as, as anything else in that lyric, honestly. I thought I was being pretty crafty. Okay. You were. It just happened, I guess, for a different reason, you know? All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm honestly glad that you're one step closer to this copy of BMX's Icon, uh, which comes <laughs> complete with Party Up and Rough Riders Anthem. I know that's those are a couple of your favorite songs. You're very, oh, very close. Deeply. You're very close. And, and quite frankly, I'm at a point where I feel like we need to make a deal. Um, oh yeah alright I'm not risking Kangaroo Jack am I no 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 that's already oh, yours God. it's in the mail okay thank goodness about that. I'm just listen um, you know I don't know how the, we didn't agree on where the games are going to go prize wise so I just figured we haven't know. agreed at all on any of this none of this, no. <laughs> none of this. I'll tell you what what am I willing to offer among my collection tell you what mm. I have a very listened to and probably <laughs> scratched up copy of mm. Eminem's the Marshall Mathers LP 2 uh, maybe in the case I don't know let's find out hmm. together there's a CD there two CDs yep two wow complete set Possibly scratched to hell, though. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? And that's the gamble that you have to take. Yeah, yeah, frankly. yeah. Frankly, right. you only have right. one more question left. And if you get mm. it right, you're the proud new owner of BMX's DMX. icon. <laughs> and you can't beat that, quite frankly. No. But right now, no. I could let you walk away with Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP, too. Maybe scratched to hell. Who knows? Right. And this... I'll tell you what, there are a couple of really good songs on here. I'll, uh, <laughs> Rap God, perhaps you've heard it. And I don't know no. if you've ever heard of that song, uh, Love, to, Love the Way You Lie by him and Rihanna. Rihanna, fantastic artist. Oh, yeah. She is a fantastic artist. I'm going to let you think hmm. about that for a moment. Uh, and nah, dude, I'm sorry. Listen, we spent too much DMX. time talking about DMX for me to, to let. We, I'm sorry. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I, even if I blow it, at least I know I swung. You know yeah. what I mean? And I appreciate that. I, 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 frankly, I respect that. Um, Thank you. <laughs> this next question. Um, 
I like this next question. I'm pretty proud of this question. <laughs> because some work went into this. I didn't used to put this much work into the show until all of a sudden you came along and now all of a sudden I have to come up with these games. Um, this next one is going to be a multiple choice. And mm -hmm. you have to tell me. Okay. So we've 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 committed to the DMX. Yeah, we're committed. Okay. It's already in the hole. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Start uh, putting it in the mail. You know what I mean? Yeah, right here with the kangaroo jack. Uh, which <laughs> exactly. is definitely which is definitely in the mail right now. <laughs> not, already gone. And not sitting next to me. Uh, mm -hmm. I know it. And one might wonder why I, Tom Miller, might have a copy of Kangaroo Jack still in its original wrapper. <laughs> some some <laughs> might question that. Some might wonder. Yeah, there's it's piquing my interest. Don't even think about it. Don't let it I'm, don't let it bother you. All right. Passing um, me by. It's over my shoulder. I want to let you know I went and saw Resident <laughs> Evil the Welcome to Raccoon City this today <laughs> with my wife. Oh yeah. Because I was very excited about the movie or Welcome to Raccoon City. And um, there was uh, the guy from Letter Kenny. Have you ever watched the show Letter Kenny? Oh, Letter Kenny was great. Yeah. Um, the fella, not, and I don't know why I don't remember any of their names right now, but the dude who hanged, Daryl. Daryl. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. He's in Resident Evil. But also. <laughs> I think, and I haven't looked this up, and I'm curious if anybody who's listening has the, the interest in looking this up, but the chief of police, I'm almost positive, because I know for a fact Daryl, the guy who plays Daryl uh, in Letterkenny, is in Resident Evil. He plays his main character. But the police chief is also the hockey coach who says, you fucking pheasants, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> figure it out you know that guy um he's mm -hmm. the police chief in resident evil the new resident evil movie so i'm oh. anyways that just popped into my head just now i went and watched it today i wasn't blown away by it i'm gonna be honest mm. because you know resident evil screen gems they didn't pay us they didn't sponsor this video so i am not uh required to by any means to you know, sing their praises right now. I wasn't blown away by Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Leon Kennedy is in the movie. He is an incompetent buffoon, and in the mm. game, that is not the case. Um, Chris Redfield. All you know, you've got Chris Redfield. You've got Claire Redfield. You've got Leon Kennedy. You've got Wesker, Albert Wesker. You've got um, who else? Gosh darn it. Um, you got some other. Anyways, they're in the game. They did a really good job of... Oh, Jill Valentine. That's who else is in it. But they do kind of a thing with Jill Valentine where it's like... It's it's super woke where like MJ yeah. from Spider-Man, you know, it's all of a sudden mm -hmm. a black girl. Um, Jill Valentine is all of a sudden a black girl. Leon Valentine... Or Leon um, <clears throat> Kennedy is also a black guy. Very weird. Like, you know, they're doing mm. this whole woke thing, which... If that's the direction that Hollywood wants to go, but they also yeah. make Leon Kennedy kind of incompetent, uh, which defeats the purpose, <laughs> I think, of making him a person of color. Anyways, uh, <laughs> here's the here's your question. All which right, for all the DMX, for all the DMX icon <laughs> cassette disc, <laughs> which of these rappers 
as featured on a Travis Scott song. Okay, you get yeah. four choices. Okay. Triple X-ray technician. Lil Jet Ski. Kid Cootie. And Woe Nelly and the Ah Hi Hi Donkeys. <laughs> <clears throat> these are great <laughs> I had to try to outdo you with your Clint Yeastwood introducing myself and no scope cum shots and, you know, I had to come up with my own they are great <laughs> but I got it I think I got it who is it? Kid Cootie Coot Kid Cootie is that a real yeah. rapper? Are all that's these a real, real rapper rap are all these real <laughs> Well, I think Woe Nelly, depending on how he goes out to the club that night, probably. The <laughs> triple X. Say the full name. Say the full names. So you have to say. Woe Nelly and the Ah uh, Hi Hi Donkeys. <laughs> that, that's probably happened. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to even throw out there triple x-ray technician I can imagine him being a wannabe rapper working on uh, Pimp My Ride as, as a means to further his career and so then his hood rat friends named him x-ray technician <laughs> So I could see those. What about the other ones? <laughs> Lil Jet Ski. <laughs> That's a Polish rapper that most people aren't aware of. The Polish black guy, Lil Jet Ski. <laughs> from, from Duluth. Hold on, hold on. What was okay. number four again? <laughs> Whoa, Nelly and the Ah, uh, hi, hi, donkeys. <laughs> oh, my abs hurt. So, which one did you pick again? <laughs> I chose Kid Cootie. Okay, Kid Cootie. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see if that's the correct answer. I gotta pull it. <laughs> I can't believe it wouldn't be, but. <laughs> oh. Oh, you were correct. It's Kid Cootie. <laughs> oh my god! Did it? I'll tell you what. I thought it was um, <laughs> uh, Mega Mega Metabot said that uh, X-ray technician. <laughs> Pretty clever. I thought I was being. I. You know what? That last one. I said, "There's no way." If he's not living under a rock, he won't know these. <laughs> like, Kid Cootie <laughs> is the only one that's a real rapper. I had to look yeah. up um, on... Um, now, I'm not saying whether you're right or not. Uh, sure. <laughs> as if the thing already didn't say that. Um, I had to look up top uh, so SoundCloud rappers <laughs> ever. Because I, really? I didn't know. I knew there were some really like absurd ones, and I tried to pick the most absurd ones. Whoa, Nelly. Now, Lil Jetski is a play off of Lil Yachty, right? Mm hmm Okay. Uh, X -ray, mm -hmm. Triple X-ray technician. 
is a play mm-hmm. on triple triple X station or whatever. Um, okay. Whoa, Nelly and the Ah Hi Hi Donkeys <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that's really funny. I um, <laughs> that one is based off of a real a real SoundCloud rapper, uh, whose name like I really took a lot of liberties with, and um, <laughs> obviously, and <laughs> the um. Uh, there's a joke when I was in when I was in high school uh, somebody had at one point said uh, ah hi like ah hi you know mm. <laughs> hi ah hi <laughs> and then they said ah hi doggy or what I don't remember what they were doing but it was like is this dude I remember him very specifically and this is like decades ago um, this dude named Rustin Whitney uh, who, whose name I'm giving in its entirety because it's who cares? Um, he is <laughs> small town, and there's no way he'll ever hear about this. But he was like, ah, no. "Hi, hi, doggy," or whatever, <laughs> like, in the most patronizing way, and it meant nothing. And who knows what it meant? And if he said it to you, it was like, "Who cared?" Because he was a fucking farmer or whatever. And you know, it was like if he was making fun of you, it was like not that big of a deal. But then we were at a basketball game one day, and it was like this donkey basketball game where you would ride a donkey. Now, hold on, hold on. It gets very absurd very quickly. It was in our high school. It was a very farm community. And they had laid down this whole thing on the, the, the basketball court at our high school. And you would ride a donkey, and you would play basketball on donkeys right like you would ride around on a donkey and you would shoot baskets or whatever you were playing basketball on donkeys and so one of my friends still a very good friend to this day and i won't say his name because he unlike rustin whitney i I value his opinion or whatever he he said ah hi hi donkey (laughs) 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 so that that stuck with me. So when I when I was looking up when I was trying to come up with names, <laughs> and it was that's Whoa Nelly, Whoa Nelly, and the Ahai High Donkeys is based on a very specific <laughs> inca- thing that happened in my life. Anyways, you are correct, and you have you. Uh, obviously won this copy of TMX's <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I'm I'm. Uh, Thank you. Honored among uh, to call you among my friends, and you have, in what little guidance well. I gave you about mm-hmm. the game that you would be playing this week, you were still able to like knock it out of the park, and that's pretty freaking cool. And 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 some of these are very difficult. Even the questions that I purposely tried. Yeah. I, two. Let's be honest. Two of the questions were designed to trick you, and you still oh, got dude. them very trick very right i mean i i i'm admittedly tuning my own horn a little (laughs) bit but as you've said before if you simply were to read even in its entirety the first questions (laughs) (laughs) lyrics to anybody they'd go they, and you ask them to repeat it back to you, they'd get it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
There's no way like, to get it right. Like, if I told you right now to just tell me the first lyric. What I, I guessed? Gave, yeah. Right, yeah. Let me know. <laughs> Repeat what you said originally. And let me know. Yeah. You, yeah, I don't remember. You'd have to show it to me, and I could probably guess it again, but I couldn't possibly remind, like, I couldn't. If you said it, and I repeated it back to you, I'd get it wrong after hearing you say it to me. Hold on. You know what Here's I mean? Here's what we're going to do, Jerry. <laughs> just for okay. double or nothing. I want to see I... if you can do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. here we go. Okay. All right. Do it again, okay? Do it again? Uh, just If you can get half of them right. So what are there? One, mm -hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you can get <laughs> at least... Four it's got to be over right. 50%. Yeah, so you yeah. got to get four right. That's all you got to do. Right. You need okay. the context? Do you need the context again, or do you want me to just read it? Um, well, I, I could just wait until I see it on screen. If it's I on can there. get It should be there now. Well, it's on, on, on the background. Like, I could see. There we go. Yeah, there it is. Okay, I got it. Here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm. I'm going to swing. I'm swinging. Okay. I got diamonds on my blocka. Serve it to my flocka. Yeah, that's my flocka. To my flocka. Pray to Lord on my shada. She be proper. Yeah, that's my flocka. Oh, you killed it. See? You did you, you did way better than you even thought you would. <laughs> Well, you know what it was? It was my focus on the pray to the, the pray to Lord, because <laughs> that's the only one that's proper, like literally, actually the only one. <laughs> it's like the odd one out. So as long as you yes. can get shada and proper, you're good. Right. Exactly. The rest of them, that was you're it. Like 50, 50. Just say flock a block or whatever. You know? <laughs> Just flip the coin. You killed. Do whatever. Them. I'm pretty sure you like did better than flock them. Or what's his face? Uh, what's his name, anyways? Travis Scott. I, I'm I confusing it. him now for Waka Flocka Flame, who's also like <laughs> is equally as absurd. <laughs> I have to admit, I I'm really proud of myself, but I also will question that pride when I leave this show after tonight. Like, just, I will turn the computer off, and I'll go. Why am I proud about any of that? <laughs> You've done good today, Jerry. I'm, I did it. I'm impressed because I, I'm telling you, you, I'm telling you, I specifically set out to try to trip you up, and you well, beat yeah. me. You beat me. Well, it's so. dude. That is absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what other words are there to say except absurda? <laughs> you could say flaca or blaca. <laughs> flaca. Yeah, that is the most flaca. I can't. <laughs> it's the most, yeah, that is the most flock of shit that I've wait. ever heard in my life. Yeah, wait. Here we go, though. I think. Please. I will say, because we were, I was struggling to figure out whether to describe your Discord as a community, as a gang, you, is what you said. Yeah, we call but it a gang. But to me now, to me now, I'm going to say I'm proud to be a part of your flocka. <laughs> <laughs> and that I hope I, I hope I bring some shada to the blocka for the flocka. You know what, Jerry? Hmm. I think it's safe to say that you have brought some shot of the Blocka. Okay. For the Flocka. For the Flocka. Good. No doubt. 
And with that, is there anything that you would like to um, proper, uh, that you would like to proper shill uh, going going forward as we close out the episode? No, I don't think I could possibly outdo what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember any of those four words that you have to say? <laughs> the flaka, shaka, flaka, uh, proper. Yeah, I am proud to be a part of the flaka. I hope to bring the shot to the blocka for the flaka and be proper. <laughs> While on the topic of flakas and blockas, uh, well, I appreciate you guys all coming out today. A lot of you have stuck it out for the whole episode. Certainly appreciate you guys coming out. I know we were we were out of the loop for about a month, and you guys have kind of bounced right back into the into the flow of things. And I know uh, a few of you are still there. And uh, if you're still there, if you're listening now, and especially if you're listening on the podcast, if you're listening at a later date on the replays, uh, you know, you're more than encouraged to go check out our Redbubble. We've got some stuff. We've got, uh, I know there was one last shirt that came out before V officially left the program. The You Had Me at Bigfoot Beavis and Butthead shirt. We've got one more that's coming out that I'm currently working on. That will be the first shirt that's released under Jerry's new reign as co-host on the show. Uh, and if you have any other, if you haven't already joined the Discord or followed us on Instagram, you can see it here on the, as we're looking, you had me podcast on Instagram. We're no longer on Twitter. We're no longer on any of that other stuff. Uh, but if you can see it on the video... <coughs> see there you had me podcast and if you can also see the discord the discord.gg slash 5cjs 5u i'm having a hard time reading that but yeah if you can see that right now <laughs> we we welcome you into the discord we have a lot of fun in the discord we chat we shoot the breeze a lot we got a lot of the core group who are involved in the discord and we're really trying to get jerry involved in that as well he's he's since joined the flocka Mm -hmm. but thank you again for tuning in and if you're listening on the podcast uh, or live stream at a later date or if you're currently listening we'd sure love for you to share this with your friends we had two new subscribers this week which is huge it was actually two new chick subscribers which is really oh. weird because our mm -hmm. demographics do not reflect that we are a chick friendly show but we are at 696 which means we are. Are you saying that a three hour cool. show about devil worshiping rappers with the game? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Game, yeah, a game show at the end. It is not particularly popular among the chicks. And you know what's really weird is we are like really popular in the US and Australia of all places. And then we can go hmm. deeper. You know, I've been kind of like looking at some of the demographics and we're very popular in those two places. And then in the EU next after that. And, and you know, huh. with the EU, it's kind of weird further from there but really um you know anybody who is currently in quarantine in the in australia who is currently in a concentration camp just enjoying our show on some kind of like broadband wi-fi uh in australian concentration camps we love you we appreciate you tuning in uh, with your with your your, your covid19 asses um tell your friends and like i said once we hit 700 if you shoot me a, a screenshot 
on Discord, on Instagram, on whatever, whoever the first person that sends it, and believe me, I will look at the time and date stamp. Uh, whoever's the first one to send me a screenshot of it, I will, I will buy you your shirt of your choosing. I will honor V's awesome. in in honor of V's dedication over the last, uh, you know, several years and eighty some episodes or whatever. I will honor his his promise to you. And I will buy you the shirt. So please don't feel like that 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 it's not available to you as well. Thank you again, Jerry. Thank you for stepping in and becoming. Uh, we've had a lot of really positive reviews about your your um, taking over V's spot. So oh, we well, thank you, everybody. You. I appreciate that, and I hope to integrate myself even further and win more absolutely ridiculous games that we hope to bring to you. On a consistent basis. <laughs> Every week. From now on, I'm not going to tell you because I feel like uh, you had an unfair advantage because you studied his lyrics. So, you studied <laughs> Travis Scott's lyrics so in depth. Uh, but yes, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you all uh, next week. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh, hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhadmeatbigfoot.com.